What's up guys? We're back with another episode of My Brother Scorekeeper. My name is Lennon. We got Dylan in the building. Say what's up. What's up? Um, I, I'm just ready to fucking go, man. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm just gonna be honest. There's like a, a lot of interesting shit to uh, kind of unpack here, especially now that all these spring games. I was gonna say, uh, we got a lot of stuff uh, sort of to go over with. And uh, I said I was not going to overreact to the uh, A-Day game, but I'm overreacting. <laughs> <laughs> I figured uh, I figured a lot of, a lot of Bama fans were like, ah. They're, they're, I wouldn't say panic mode, but. <laughs> no, 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 I'm not panic mode. I mean, I'm, I'm probably like too excited, I think, yeah. for me personally. But, uh, you know, there's some. Hit and miss stuff, but you, you expect to see that in the spring game, you know. I, I could never tell you a time that whoever ended up winning the national championship, the spring game rolls around and they're just kicking ass. It just it just doesn't work that way. Um, usually going to see a lot of fall, uh, fucking flaws. A lot of things need to be cleaned up, and then by the time fall rolls around, you kind of, you know, see inching in the right direction anyway. But um, nobody that's ever been national championship is necessarily just lit the world on fire in the spring, so... No, they don't. Uh, now what it really is like panic mode. You deep down those. You know what? That's a good betting tactic. What? From now on, you just start betting the house on whoever has the best spring game. Going <laughs> <on>. <laughs> yeah. At least the one, the one time if you fucking hit it, oh, man. and it was some wild card, you'd be a one rich son of a bitch, and you couldn't even have to bet a lot of money, especially with somebody you didn't see coming. Nah, you don't have, because you can be like that fucker that put. <sighs> That won like five hundred thousand dollars on the uh, on the college basketball thing. Did you see that where you placed a bet for like a dollar and thirty two cents oh, yeah, on yeah, all yeah, that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like a freaking twenty something leg parlay, and he put a dollar thirty two on it and won five hundred and something thousand dollars. Like, what kind of bullshit is that? Yeah, fuck <laughs> that dude. I would have never got that lucky. Hell no, ever. Like, I'm a guy that can go buy. Like a, I could buy 50 lottery tickets and I'd, I'd win money, but it'd be like $10. <laughs> I spent like it's fucking 80 to, to get $10. <laughs> I'm lucky enough to barely get a fucking, uh, get a damn prize out of the damn uh, prize machine. Oh, yeah, uh, yeah. Much Straight less up. get that much money off of a dollar thirty. Yeah, I don't, I, don't, I don't fuck with that call shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that shit does not like me. People it's mutual, you fucking robbing bastards. All right, so we got a little bit off track there. Yeah, <laughs> but, we did. We did. It's all good, though. It's all, it's all but fun. We got a bunch of stuff to go over with. Uh, a lot of cool different yeah. things coming happening. Call machines, key ball. Yeah. <laughs> They're all just fucking scams. Just get it out of the way. <laughs> yeah, remember, quit lying to yourself. Chuck E. Cheese is robbing you and your kids' blood. <laughs> <laughs> no, all Chuck E. Cheese is just a... A gambling. A gambling for real. A gambling for now like the rat looks like he's on the shit. So <laughs> he's lost like a very concerning amount of weight over the last twenty years. So you know, what are we doing? Yeah. Something, something's going on there. He ain't been eating no damn pizza. Alright guys, so let's get on into some of the first shit we can talk about. Let's talk about uh coal miner uh the coal miner's daughter. JT Daniels. Has finally picked a fucking spot to go to. Yeah, yeah, country roads are taking him home, evidently. So he goes and he's gonna take his talents to fucking Morgantown, Virginia. West Virginia is his school that he chose with. 
Uh, it's something that we'll have to see how it goes. Is this a good idea? Is it a bad idea? Well, my thing is, one, I get white whipped. That place has all the coal Mountain Dew and methamphetamine you could possibly want, right? What yeah. more could you ask for in life? It's a hell of a party school. Yeah, that's true as well. Uh, I don't know. It is kind of a weird decision. I will say that. Like, and I know he's like that's his hometown, but I just thought he would, you know, because when it first started, he hit the portal and he was talking to Kiffin. That was the kind of move I was expecting to see something splashy like that. Yeah. But maybe this works out for him. Maybe an under radar thing's better for him. Because he won't have like an insane amount of expectations. He can just go out there and he can get after it, you know. And again, he has one good season. He puts a number. He'll get drafted. You know, he'll have to have like a fucking Joe Burrow season to be the top, you know, first round pick. That, I don't see that happening. But, you know, if he goes up there and he gives him a really good season, you know, he'd be a second, third round pick, I think. Maybe late first round at best. But, you know, it just depends. But, uh, yeah, I'm kind of, kind of surprised because I, I just, I don't, I don't think that was a, Really great decision, personally. Um, and I actually see some people the other day, they were talking about, like, well, who's going to put up better numbers this year, Stetson or, or him? And I'm like, all right, if I had to take this fucking bet. I'm going with uh, Daniel all day. No, I disagree. I'd bet the fucking house on Stetson. <laughs> Seriously. And I'm going to tell you why. JT is not proving he can even stay on the field. Well, I mean, true that, yeah. That's my thing, right? Like, we know yeah. he's got the talent. Yeah. That's not the question. But can he stay on the field? I mean, you know yeah. what I mean? And I know everybody says he's healthy. Well, we fucking got told that last year, too. He plays two or three games. You know, game against Clemson was mediocre, but everybody played mediocre in that game. Defense has dominated it. You know, the other game or two he played, he looked pretty good. Yeah. It was, you know, not exactly, but similar to what we saw at the end of the 2020 season. But then all of a sudden he's got a strained oblique or some shit like that, and he's out the rest of the fucking season. So... You know, I, 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 that that's my biggest thing. If I had to, t- if I had to make that bet right now, I'd bet the house on Stetson just yeah. because of that. Because like we know Stetson's going to be on the field unless he has like a major injury. That kid is fucking tough. Yeah. Say whatever you want to. He's got the toughness. So, um, that that's that's what I would do personally if I had to make that bet. Because everybody was betting JT, and I'm like, y'all ain't thinking about the fucking injuries. You know, injuries have been so bad that you can't possibly have faith in in what he's going to do. Week to week, he could he could light it up and fucking week three and week four he's out because he's he's got turf toe or some shit. I mean you just you don't know this kid. Yeah. So, but this is it for him. He's like thirty eight years old now. Like <laughs> he's well, got to do something. Well, when I uh, when I heard the news break on it, I seen it on Twitter, and then I went to the had to run to the bank. And I was listening to the Five Bomb show, and somebody said something about it. And Paul Five Bomb was like. He's like, yeah. He's like, I don't really care. He said, we got all this hype around this kid, and we still ain't really, really seen him play a full season. Yeah. So yeah. he's like, I, to be, he's like, I don't really care. <laughs> yeah, he's got, he's got a point. He's like, it's well, just he's got a really good point. I mean, the way well, I look at it is basically the same way Paul does. It's just what we just what gonna see. We we really don't know. Yeah, he's it's a, move or bust. It'll go yeah, one of the two ways. Like, I'm tired of hearing about this kid. We all, all we hear is about this, how good he is, how good he is, but we haven't really seen it. So. No, no, we hadn't. And mm, he's saying my mom show made me think. I just want to get this out there right now. While while you said something about fine <laughs> when I was listening to it the other day, this fucking guy coming there and he's 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 ranting saying that that uh. Alabama fans are still hung up over us losing to Georgia than Natty. 
He's talking all this fucking shit about how George's about to start dominating us. The ship is sinking. All this bullshit. So the dude gets on there and he's actually he's like, well, who the fuck do you even go for? Who do you even go for? He's a fucking Miami fan. A Miami oh, fan. Oh, you talking about uh, Bama Hater? I, I guess. I don't know who the guy was, but I, I, know I was you. like, Are you, you're a fucking Miami fan and you're trying to talk? Just shit, sit the fuck down, it's, sir. It's, it's, it's literally pro- been like 20 years since y'all have been relevant. Yeah, like, it's uh, his. he goes by Bama Hater. <laughs> and uh, he calls, I know he calls like the morning jocks people all the damn time. The most relevant that he's even had for Miami is when they brought the damn turnover chain. Yeah. That's pretty sad. Yeah. That's pretty damn sad. So, I, my, my biggest thing, like, what I was wanting to get to is, I'm going to tell you right now, as a Bama fan, and I feel like I can speak for most of us. And there's a few I can't, I know. But I promise you, majority of us don't give a shit, dude. Yeah. We really don't. And I think people are mad because we don't give a shit. They want us to be pit. Why would we? Look how many we've won. Yeah. Right? Like, did I like losing it? No, I didn't. It sucked. Yeah. I wanted to win the motherfucker. We were right there and we had a chance. You know, he was no one to, oh, y'all got whooped. Dude, it was 26 to 18. We were driving. Last drive of the game. Had made it to a little over midfield. You know, yeah, we'd had to score and hit a two points and then an OT, but we were right there, one possession game. Yep. He throws a pick six and that iced it. It was not, the, the score is not indicative. No. So you clearly didn't even watch the game, sir. Clearly. You know, you're just jumping the fucking gun talking shit. But what I'm getting at is just, we really don't care only in the sense of, at least it was another SEC school and it was a team like Georgia. Yep. He's been pining for that title for so fucking long. Mm-hmm. It helps you have a little bit of, I guess, uh, realness to it. Okay, well, I can step to the side and let this person shine for a second. They deserve it. They've really, really been trying for it. <laughs> so that, that's kind of like where I think most of us come from. That's what I thought. Because I'm going to tell you, this does not piss me off like the one we lost to Clemson with Tua. That one fucking pissed me off yeah. and still stings to this day because we got our ass handed to it. Yeah, that one was the whole fucking step to the side <laughs> thing. <laughs> It made me think of uh, Ricky Bobby. Oh, yeah. <laughs> hey, man, how about you let me win one time? <laughs> but how am I going to win? <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, I didn't think about that. <laughs> That's how Bama fans are. <laughs> That's true. That's very true. So, you know, just let's quit with the bullshit saying we're butthurt about it, dude. Like, no, y'all are butthurt because we're not butthurt. That's what it amounts to. Like, we're good. It sucks, but we've moved on. We're ready for this year. So, Fuck the rest of y'all. <laughs> All right, getting into some of our other talking points. We got Josh Pate needs a drug test. Yeah, th- this was unbelievable. I, I saw this today. Um, Josh Pate, I honestly can't remember who this guy is. I've heard his name before. Uh, maybe he's just an analyst or something. Maybe he's a coach. I really don't know. I, I don't remember. I know the name, but I can't remember who he is. <laughs> But he said, and I quote, if Ole Miss wasn't in the SEC West, uh, SEC West, the SEC West, they would be considered a dark horse playoff candidate in any other conference. Get the fuck out of here. What, what you, no, no, no. What are we doing? No. What are we doing? <laughs> that doesn't make a lick of fucking sense, sir. You're a fucking jackass. Like, and, and I'm not saying Ole Miss is going to be a four-win fucking team this year. Like, I know better than that. No. You just lost the Tim Tebow of Ole Miss. Yep. That's straight up. Yep. You, you like it or not. All right. Well, we've seen how that goes for most programs when they lose a Tim Tebow. They lose a Colt McCoy. It's pretty damn hard to replace them, you yeah, know. And yep. I think Jackson Dart's a, a talented quarterback. I do. The kid's got all the talent in the world. And I'm sure Kiffin will get the best out of him. I have no doubt of that. Yeah. What I don't like is he's wearing number two. That bugs the shit out of me. <laughs> it, and I'm not even an Ole Miss fan. But still, like, I'm not saying they're going to be trash. Maybe they're sneaky good and right. Maybe they're a little bit better than we think. 
But I, I just disagree with that. I, I don't think, you know, if we're talking about last year, sure. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Like last year, maybe even the year before that. Yeah. This year, man, I don't know. Like, they lost a lot. Now, the defenses should still be pretty good. They got most of their guys coming back there. But offensively, they lost a pretty good bit. Yeah. Um, especially, again, with um, fucking Corral gone, he was so much of the offense. Like, that, that's going to be really hard to just move on from that. Instantly. I mean, you've seen him when he went down in that bowl game. Well, yeah, very true. You know, he, he he stays in that game, they win it. I've said that constantly, you know. And the defense kept them in it, but <clears throat> still, I just I, I thought that was insane to me when I said that. I was like, we need to pump the fucking brakes here. That, that, that is a bold statement, sir. Ugh. All right. Uh, on to the real A-Day recap. Uh, Alabama had their spring game this Saturday, along with a host of a lot more teams they ended up playing uh, their spring game as well. Uh, what was your biggest takeaway from what you've seen? I, don't, I didn't watch it, but I've seen some of the highlights. What, you, what was your biggest takeaway? My biggest takeaway is this is not your grandfather's Gibby. Okay? <laughs> I'm, I'm starting to petition right now. Jamar, we have to call Jamar Gibbs Gibby. Gibby. <laughs> or Jamar, Jameer. <clears throat> I think that's how you say it. I can't remember. Either way, we, I'm, I'm calling him Gibby. I don't care. That's, that, that's the name. That's the nickname. Um, that was a, obviously a huge prize spot. That 75-yard touchdown he broke was super nice. The kid has got all the speed that I thought he did. Um, the elusiveness as well. Some people, though, were saying, because the line looked like shit. Yeah. The yeah. line looked like shit. There, there's no getting around that. But like some people are like, well, he's not going to do nothing because the line. All right, look. He, you look at his stats, what he did in the ACC last year with the fucking horrendous line that Georgia Tech had. Okay, look, we, we're bad, but... We're light years better than Georgia Tech's line. I yeah. promise you. So, yeah. he he's gonna be just fine. But uh, we do have a lot of issues there that we gotta clean up and fix. I'm not. I like. I am concerned. Don't get me wrong. I'm not like panic level though. Um, just because we still have a lot of time to get that together. Yeah. Like and, but we have to. That's one thing they they gotta get together. That was an Achilles heel for us. Most of the year last year, it was so spotty. You know, you'd have a couple drives where they looked dominant. You know, pass protections there, run block was great. Next drive, we're getting pushed around. You know, the, the consistency's got to be there. So, um, those those two things were probably my, my biggest takeaway, that. And then uh, the transfer, Burton, um, he looked really good. Um, look, him and Bryce have already got pretty good chemistry already, yeah. um, which is always a good sign. The other receivers still need some work. But, again, we got a long way to go. Um, so, I, I think it's all going to work itself out, me personally. My biggest takeaway is uh, that defense. Will Anderson and them. <laughs> oh, yeah. When I keep saying this, everybody's worried about Will Anderson. Watch out for Dallas Turner this year. I was going to say, uh, they're, it's going to be, whew, I feel bad <laughs> for a lot of these schools. <laughs> Dallas Turner, I think he's going to have a huge year this year. I really do. Honestly, he stays healthy, which he's not really had necessarily too many injury issues. But um, he's obviously going to get a lot more snaps. Anderson's going to have so much attention on him. All the opportunities are going to be there for him. Um but Anderson obviously looked he looked exactly like what we've seen, if not better, um, which is terrifying, should be, for the rest of the college football world. Uh, that man's on a mission, um, as always. And I think defense is going to be fine. I, like, that's not, not, not anything that really worries me. Um, it's just the line. The line receiving core going to get their chops up. But, again, I, I think the receiving core will be there. I, I, that doesn't worry me too much. Um, the line will probably be my biggest concern right now. Yeah. 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 Uh... Then also, uh, then I see y'all getting a, a wide receiver from Louisville. That's quick. It's a rumor. Oh, yeah. <coughs> yeah, I can't 
remember that kid's name, but I know what you're talking about. Yeah, I've seen all the rumors swirling about it. Um, that's a lot of the talks out there. That'd be great. I mean, fucking come on with it. You know what I mean? But um, we got to see first. The only thing that I'm worried about is he's trying. I think he, I feel like he's trying to see where he's going to get the most fucking money. To be honest, so he'll probably go to A and M. Jimbo pulls up in the parking lot with a, one of those real big checks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All my money now. Just give me one of the big checks like his. I don't care. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, we'll see where it goes. All right. Uh, on to. A Rattler OU Toxicity. What you got on that? Yeah, um, Rattler, um, he was asked about Oklahoma earlier this week. Mm-hmm. Um, he said, and I quote, I was just happy to get away from a toxic situation anywhere was going to be better, and I found the right place. Okay, why this is interesting to me. Now, we all know the, the rumors and, and talks of how he's had attitude issues and things like that. Um, I don't, like, I'm not saying he didn't have some of those when he was there. I don't feel like it's as bad, maybe, as it was made out to be. Mm. Only, the only reason I say that is because after his whole benching and everything last year, like, he handled it pretty well, right? Yeah. Like, it wasn't like two games later he said, I'm hitting the portal. You know what I mean? Yeah, he could have easily done that. Yeah, he could have easily just threw a tantrum and said, well, fuck you, I'm out. Like, yeah. I'm done. He didn't do that. Like, he even had to come in a few different times. Like, he, you know, even if privately it didn't go that smooth, at least publicly he kept it together. Yeah. Right? That's my thing. He, he at least did that to keep it from being a shit show. The reason I say this is interesting, it kind of, to me, is reflecting on Lincoln Riley. Yeah. In, in my opinion. You know, and then how he handled the whole exit. You know, of course, when he fucking, you know, they fucking get in the locker room. He's like, all right, guys, I'm headed to fucking SC. See you fuckers later. Yeah. Like, he just fucking dips. I think that kind of goes hand in hand there to me. With yeah. him saying it was toxic, that I think he probably had one foot out the door all year, just didn't give a shit, was making offhand decisions because he's like, fuck it, it's my last year, who gives a shit? Yeah. You know, so I, I don't know that, but I just, I thought, you know, if I'm an SC fan, I'd be a little concerned with Rattler saying that. Yeah. Right? Because I, in my opinion, I know he didn't say that that's where it came from, but I mean, given what happened throughout the year for them, I would bet money that that's more than likely what he's you know alluding to, is that he had issues with Riley yeah. and maybe some of the other coaching staff. So did uh did you get to see some of their their spring game? Did you see any of that? Did SC? Yeah. No, that, I have not looked at it yet. Oh, no. South Carolina. Yeah. No, uh, I seen a, I seen a, a bit of it and uh, Rattler he did look okay. Uh, it just seems like that he's gonna have to get. There's a lot of check down throws that we mostly seen, so just, I don't know. Maybe their wide receivers have issues with their route trees, stuff like that. But I mean, he's efficient. He's they're gonna have to fix some things, but he he didn't look bad. Uh, he he definitely looked a lot better than what they've been having. <laughs> right, right, yeah. I, I think that's gonna pass out again. That familiarity with Beamer. And I said, probably, probably the receiver's still trying to get right in shape. This is the best quarterback they've played with. That's yeah. not a debate at all. So, I, you know, I think that's kind of going to iron itself out, me personally. The, the main thing is their offensive line is how is the, if they can give him time to throw. Because that's why I think a lot of them checkdowns came from. He just didn't have necessarily the right amount of times to throw it. Right. So he just checked it down. But, uh. Some of the wide receivers, there's a couple. There's a few times he threw it to them. A couple passes were off, but a couple of them hit hit, hit them right in the hands, and some of the wide receivers just dropped them. So okay, yeah, fine. There's gonna be there's gonna be about 
fall and that somebody might get fixed and we might can see exactly what they can do. But it was it wasn't a bad showing for them. They looked like they got showing some promise at least. Oh yeah, yeah. No, again, I I, I have pretty high expectations this year. Again, I, I'm not saying a ten win season, but do I think they can at least go a little further than they did last year? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I do. All right. Uh, moving on, we got Billy the Kid taming the Gators. All right. So I we gotta start calling him Billy the Kid. Billy the Kid. I don't care. That's just fucking trademark. <laughs> like, um, if if I'm a Florida fan after the spring game, I'm really excited. Yeah, I'm really think. excited. And I know it's a spring game. I know that. But the things we saw are things that have been such a fucking issue for so long. Yeah. That's why you have to be excited, right? Like this is not something that, you know, is things that were little issues and they looked okay or something you were already good at and it's a little bit better. No, these these were major issues that looked a lot better. And if I had two takeaways from their game, it would be this. AR fifteen looks comfortable. Yeah. And the defense looks dependable. That's massive. That is that is the two major keys to success for them this year. Straight up. Yeah. Like if if, if AR fifteen stays healthy and he's comfortable and knows what he's doing, knows the system. And one, I think this would be the biggest thing that will help him, and I think the spring game was a reflection of that too. He's not going to be looking over his shoulder. Yeah. Is then you turn around and the defense looked good. It looked really good. Like it looked like you know there might be some times they might can win them some games, which is unbelievable. We haven't seen that from Florida in what feels like an eternity at this point. Yeah. It's been so fucking bad. You know, I think the last time you guys even had a defense worth of shit is when Dante Fowler Jr. was there. What was that like? Fourteen, fifteen, maybe. Uh, I think it was like 17. Was it really? Yeah. Shit, I thought it was longer than that. Still, it's... Somewhere in there. That was like the one good season in between all the mediocrity, though. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, for the most part, ever since the fucking, like, Meyer over has been over, you know, I know they had a couple good ones with Muschamp, but after those two, for sure, it was just downhill defensively. Yeah. You know, it's not been Florida that we're used to seeing where you have more than a handful of guys that could be studs in the NFL. Yeah. So, um... I think AR-15 looking comfortable, it was massive. Yeah. Massive. He, he, yeah, he looked good. Uh, Jack Miller, uh, he didn't look quite as good, but it might be different if he was actually with the ones, but he was with the twos, so I don't know. They All the hype sort of surrounded him, and it didn't look like he was quite there, but like I said, he, he was with I the twos. I think he'll be a good backup. Like I, I think if, if something does happen and, and, and AR cannot stay healthy, I think – you know, he, he'll be good enough and has enough talent to come in and, and, and give you a chance. Yeah. You know, it doesn't mean he's going to light the world on fire, but is he going to just be, you know, horrible? No, I don't think so. Um, Richardson, on the other hand, I just think, again, not having Jones there to be looking over his shoulder all the time. Yeah. Because Mullen did not do a good job rotating him around. He got never make up his mind what he's going to do, you know. And then, of course, he's finally, all right, let's start, let's start Richardson against the number one fucking defense in the country. Yeah. Legendary defense. Let's go. Let's start him now. That was so fucking stupid. I'll yeah. never understand that. Again, he should have started him like against Kentucky and then just built that shit up. Yep. Give him a couple like, you know, mid-level card games and some undercards and then you put him in the fucking main event. Don't, don't, don't fucking throw him in a title game when he's never fucking, you know, never really started. The only thing is, is that son of a bitch, Billy Napier, is going to fucking better light a fire underneath his ass because... The very fucking next day, I think it was, he got pulled over. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's got to go to court. And that's still showing some of that same immaturity bullshit that he did last year when he got hurt making a fucking TikTok video. Yeah, yeah. So, 
Billy Napier better get on his ass and tell him, like, dude, what are you doing? You do you do you know what kind of position you are in right now? Yeah, and I think Billy will. He's he's a no nonsense coach, really, which is exactly what you guys need. And this yeah. is just another example of why you need. Hadn't really had a coach like that in a long right. time down there at this point. So, you know, he's coming in there kind of like, you know, you get with the program or you can fucking walk. I mean, he's already said that uh, one of the main things that these guys need more than anything is to be mature and disciplined. And he's trying to, but we'll see how these fuckers work. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, that was completely stupid. Um, he's, you know, driving over 100 miles an hour. It was completely fucking ignorant, just stupid. Um, and I've done done shit when I was a kid, too. Don't get me wrong. Um but that right there is like you're just asking for it, dude. And, and again, has he? Did anybody not learn anything from Henry Rose? Really? Yeah, for real. You know what I mean? Like, don't tell me he don't know about that shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like everybody and their mama knew about that. He's a sports player himself at a prestigious university. There's no way they probably have had talks about that since it happened. Yeah. You know, that that is a shining example of why you don't do shit like that. And I know he yeah. wasn't drunk. I know that. But it don't matter. Same yeah. instance. He's going extremely too fast. It takes a millisecond. For somebody else to do something, step out in front of you, pull out in front of you, you know, pull out next to you, you know, whatever. You know, yeah. you're talking like you blink an eye and you could kill somebody yourself. Yep. There's no stopping it. No. No. So that that was very immature. Again, I, I think Napier will will clean that shit up, though. I, mean, I, I, I don't think he's going to be beating around the bush to tell him what the fuck he needs to do and, and what he needs to hear. Yeah. All right. Uh... Moving on, uh, Leech is built for speed. Oh man, this was fucking great. <laughs> I fucking love Mike Leech. I'm telling you, like he, I, yeah, he, <coughs> he's a weird bastard. But there's, I mean, what's there not like not to like about the guy? Like if he if he ever gets fired there, like I, I'm I'm making a petition right now. Like I want him to um, be like an analyst or something in Alabama at least. Like. <laughs> I would I would probably pay to watch him and, and Saban have a conversation together. Oh God! Like I'm, I'm I'm not even kidding. I feel like that would be absolutely fucking hysterical, um, and worth its weight in fucking gold. Um, let's see, if I can find this fucking quote. Why are you looking for that? Did you uh did you catch any of the uh, USFL? No, no, I didn't really? Not. No. Uh, I watched, I didn't watch any of the games, but I caught the highlights of some of them. And uh, the fucking, the first game, the Birmingham Stallions against, uh, God, who was it? Uh, the New Jersey Generals. Freaking uh, Birmingham Stallions ended up getting, uh, winning it with a late, with like a one minute, I think it was like a one minute and 30 something seconds left in the game. And they drove down the field, scored a touchdown to win it. And uh, it, man, surprisingly, it it looks really, really good. Like it, that we're just watching the highlights of that game was just very fucking entertaining. So I think uh, I think the USFL is gonna have, do some good, because uh, it was it was actually really entertaining. Yeah, that like one. that's what I heard. Like it started out good for them. That's yeah. great. Um, let's just hope they can keep it up though. You yeah, know? and it's easy that first weekend too, because all eyes are on it. Like yeah. you know what I mean. Let's see what this is about. So. I don't know. This, you got to build. But, up and I mean, it. yeah. I was gonna say what, from what I've seen, uh, they were actually like making some really good, really good plays, like uh, the Birmingham, uh, Birmingham Stallion game, the Randy 
uh, Satterfield. He's apparently he's a home, uh, Bama kid uh, from Jameson in high school. Uh, he made some hell of good catches. Really? Yeah. Uh, one for a touchdown and one to start off the game. He fucking mossed somebody to start off the first fucking game. So it was actually pretty entertaining in football. Uh, hopefully it keeps it up. That way we can just have football year round like that. But uh, it was it was nice to it was nice to see actually like spring ball like be semi you know entertaining. Right, right. Um, the um, the leech quote that um, I finally found. Um, he had uh, somebody I forget if somebody asked him or if he just randomly brought it up, but he he said and he said this confidently too that he could beat every SEC coach in a forty yard dash. <laughs> I, I want to fucking see that shit. I want to see it like. I want to see him and Saban line up and fucking run him. Like, that's like what I want to fucking see, dude. I would pay to watch him foot race anybody in the conference, though. Honestly. I really would. I would like to see that, too. That old fucking bastard out there. Like, if he if he can beat Kiffin, somebody should pay him. Well, it, it, the big thing is probably going to be Shane uh, and Drinkowitz and Billy. I don't know. Kirby's got some pops. Kirby's fucking fast. You see him running down the side. Yeah, that's true, too. Yeah, I didn't think about that. Yeah, Kirby, he's like, he's sneaky fast, right? Like, he's, he's one of them guys, you're like, he's a slow motherfucker, and he just comes up trucking next to you. You're like, where the fuck did this come from? So, yeah, that's that's a really good point, honestly. Um, damn, yeah. I didn't didn't really think about that. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I, just, I was like, that was just like classic Mike Leach, um, that fucking quote that I was like, of course, this guy would even be talking about this shit. Yeah, some of the random shit he comes up with is fucking great. Uh, moving on, we got the National L Club Spring Game. Yeah, this... Do you, you know what that is? No. Okay. I had no idea about this until the other day. That is LSU's spring game fucking name. I had a feeling that's what it was. How fucking stupid is that? National L Club Spring Game. Yeah, yeah, we're taking an L already. Yeah. Like, already we're taking an L. That just blew my fucking mind that was the name. I was like, really? Why? Why? You, you I mean, why not call it like the fucking Bayou Showdown or some yeah. shit? You know what I mean? Like, you you have all these cool ass names you could use to and, and use the state and your heritage for it. You know, you, you settle with that. National fucking L Club spring game. That's how I love some shit that goes on at a country club. What, what, or a fucking PGA event. Was theirs this Saturday too? Is it what? Or is it? No, I think theirs is this Saturday. Oh, okay. It's coming up, I'm, I'm pretty sure. I was going to say, I was like, I don't see, I haven't seen any highlights. Yeah, I'm out. pretty sure. Like, I, I'm looking forward to when they walk out though and they like walk out to Ice Ass Baby and like Brian Kelly's moon dancing on the field. That's what I'm looking forward to. <laughs> Dude's a fucking joke. This dude's so fucking weird, dude. I'm, I'm telling you, like, I would not leave him alone with a child. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just straight up say it. I don't give a shit. I was being honest. Hmm. <clears throat> Son of a bitch. But yeah, was, again, it just really killed me. I'm like, wait, really? Like, of all, of all fucking names, this is what we decide on. This, this is the one that we say is, that's it. That's fucking on point. Yeah. Why? I, I, I do not understand that. You're LSU. You're LSU. And you, you're just taking an L like that. <laughs> uh, I am very very interested in how that spring game is going to go. We get to see what Ryan Kelly incorporated. 
Oh, I can tell you exactly what it's going to look like. <laughs> Go watch any Notre Dame spring game for the last 10 years. That's exactly what it's going to look like. I wonder what Thursday's called. It's called like the... Irish game? The fuck, yeah, or the fucking leprechaun jackpot. Some fucking shit. That sounds like a gas station scratch-off. <laughs> <laughs> Shamrock shake. <laughs> <laughs> Shamrock shake spring game. I swear, like, I am honestly curious as to what it's called, but... Yeah, I, I think that's what you're going to see. I do. I, I think you're going to see shitloads of, you know, run the ball, um, shitloads of play action pass, which now if they have Jaden Daniels, I don't know how the quarterback spot looks. I mean, that really shakes things up for them. Yeah. But honestly, his, fan, uh, his fans, his teammates weren't even going at fucking Arizona State, so I don't know how well he's going to fare in the SEC. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Now, his first two years were pretty good. Yeah. He was pretty good. Like, Last year he was trash. He was a turnover machine. Like I was like, and and it, they always say he didn't put on more weight. He never did. He's still, you know, he's very lanky and slender. Well, now you coming over to the SEC? These boys hit right here. I mean, straight man, up, that's dude. a whole different animal, man. Against Alabama, that's gonna be. Who? That's what I'm saying. So I'm saying, and, and, and which, well, yeah, they won't play Georgia unless they win the West. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that can happen. Um, <laughs> But, uh, yeah, they play like Alabama. Yeah, you know, that's going to be, well, even on Mississippi State. I was State. just about to say Mississippi State. Yeah, yeah <laughs> just, I mean, they, they fucking broke two as hell. Poor Yeah. Yeah, they was fucking throwing me, he was eating too many of them pineapples. Um, yeah, it's like, yeah, I don't I don't know. Like, I, again, that, that shakes up the, the quarterback spot for them, but. I know, like, Daniels is talented. Like, I, I I don't doubt that. One, I don't, since Kelly is running essentially the same system he ran at Notre Dame, I don't know that his skill set really fits it, to be honest. He, he, I mean, Daniels does throw a lot, don't get me wrong, but he is a runner, too. Yeah. Um, But, again, that that slender frame, I don't know if he's going to be able to stand for the physicality over a 12-game schedule. Not to mention, you know, he had a lot of turnover issues. Yeah, well, the defenses are even that much better here, pal. Yeah. Like, if you struggle to read Pac-12 defenses, I got bad fucking news for you because it ain't going to get any easier. Yeah, no. It's going to hell of a lot harder. I mean, it's going to be like going from, like, rookie mode to fucking all Madden. <laughs> That's basically <laughs> what he's doing. So, I don't know. It's interesting. I am, like, really excited to see, like, what happens. Like, I'm going to laugh my ass off when they play like shit. I am. Like, you know, I wonder, like, you know how... Alabama does the steak and beans. Yeah. Right? Like, I wonder if, like, they do, like, gator tail or, like, gator ass or something. <laughs> <laughs> um, that just makes me think, too, like, with, uh, they uh, had some pictures the other day after the, um, whenever they gave them a steak and then, you know, the losers eat the beanie weenies. Mm-hmm. I'm going to tell you something. I don't know who cooked them steaks. They didn't go to fucking jail, though. They didn't get arrested. <laughs> no, I'm serious. This, these were the worst looking steaks I've seen in my fucking life. I'm not kidding. Like, I could throw a rock and find a better steak somewhere. They they were horrible. And I don't mean like, oh, they were like super well done. No, that's not what I'm talking about. They looked weird. See, they looked gray. They looked gray. I was like, is that steaks or fucking overdone chicken breast? <laughs> I, I, it's like, I, I don't know. Like, it honestly had me concerned. But they looked horrible. They looked like they had no seasoning on them. Like they just threw them bad boys on the fucking grill and it was, that was it. Like, this is bullshit. You get them boys a ribeye. Put it some nails down. Uh, also, the Beanie Weenies looked better. It really did. Like, the Beanie Weenies looked amazing. Like, it was very dark, very rich looking. Like, yeah. it looked awesome. Like, the steaks looked fucking roadkill. 
Actually, you bush and bake bing. Hell yeah. Raw beautiful bing footage. <laughs> All right. Uh, moving on, we got the CFL Half Stars. I'm guessing these are all the CFL guys that you, that's made it into their league. Yeah, yeah. Like I see this thing the other day. It was like, guys, you didn't know we're in the, in the CFL. So yeah. I had to check it out. Very interesting. Um, and I, you know, I just did the, because instantly when I was watching this, all I could think about it was like, hell yeah, we'll put it on pay-per-view. Half a star right. versus <laughs> superstar. <Yeah. laughs> he was like, man, I got to get slapped by somebody get my rep up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, there was like some really like old school guys I hadn't thought about in a long time that are on this this list. Um, oh, it was really interesting. Um, one of them, old JT Barrett. Oh God. <laughs> Didn't know yeah. He... he was in the NFL for a couple of years though. Yeah. He was a backup. Yeah. I say right. backup. I think he was actually third string, but he was a, he was on a roster. He was in the Saints. Yeah. There for a while, and I think maybe one other team I don't remember. Um, I'm not surprised Barrett never panned out in the NFL, though. Um, I mean, he he was he was pretty accurate. Don't get me wrong; he just didn't have a lot of arm strength. No, like, I, and, and he read defenses pretty good. I'm not saying he was elite, but I'm not going to sit here and tell you he was all oh, he could just run. That was it. No, I mean he was a pretty good passer. It just yeah. getting, he was not a big arm guy at all. Um, he is playing now for the Edmonton Elks. Edmonton Elks. Yeah, I didn't like that name. The rest of these names, pretty good. I actually like him. They're pretty fire. Uh, Vernon Adams Jr. You remember him? Vernon Adams. Uh, that was that uh, Oregon. That yeah, yeah. Oregon yeah. quarterback came from, from uh, Eastern Washington, I believe. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah I'm so I I feel so bad for this guy. I really I was convinced he was the next Russell Wilson. I really was. Yeah. I was convinced he would be the next Russell. I think everybody thought that he would because he had a lot of talent. He still, you know, he still had talent when he went to Oregon, but it's just like. Well, they actually had a good year. Yeah. He had a really good year that year. He got yeah. slept on because the team was pretty shit. But, but he's actually killed it in the CFL. He's like he's like considered one of the top quarterbacks. Really? Yeah, like he's done one at least one great cup. I know. I think they might have said two. Like, I think an MVP too. They showed some of his highlights and shit. I mean, he was lighting it the fuck up. I'm yeah. just like, why did he never get a shot in the NFL? I don't understand it. Like, cause I've never seen him get a chance. I, like, I don't yeah. even think. I think he got signed a couple teams and waived like instantly. Like, and, and I say that because I mean. We had, I mean, fucking Trent Dilfer stayed in the league for years. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, you tell me that we can't give Vernon Adams Jr. a chance? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, how many chances did we give fucking Romo to fucking not choke it up, you know? Baker's going to get another job yeah, somewhere. Yeah. I don't know how that fucking guy lasted that long. No, it, it is so weird for me, too, because, like, as an analyst, I love him. Yeah, he's he a hell great. of an analyst. He is fantastic. Yeah. And what amazes me, though... He'll call a play for it even happens. Yeah. I'm like, where the fuck was this shit you on the field? <laughs> like, you're like apparently the king of reading defenses, but yeah, you throw them motherfuckers every time you got the chance to in a big game. I, yeah. I don't understand it. It just blows my mind. But I fucking hated him when he was starting quarterback. Hated him. Because it was like every fucking year. I mean, I know they get hype every year now, but I feel like it was worse then. It was always like, they'd always come down that one of the last two games of the season, the winning division, make the playoffs. You bet your ass he's going to go out there and throw at least two picks. Yep. Probably three or four. Like, he would bomb it every fucking time. He was a massive choke artist. Well, all right. So, right now, just throwing this out here. I know this is just, we were, we're more of a college, but that's, it's going to be a pro question. Right now, if you're a Dallas fan, do you take 
Dak or Tony Romo? Oh, if I had to pick somebody, yeah. Oh, Dak, <laughs> Dak, all day. Like it has to be Dak. Like at least he's at least he's shown you he can be successful in the playoffs, yeah. right? Yeah. Like I know they haven't really been able to get there much, but <laughs> you know I don't. I honestly don't feel like Dak's a problem. A lot of people do. Like a lot of people blame him, and yeah. think it, but I disagree. Like the stats back it up. Like I. I'm not telling you he's a top five quarterback. I've seen some people say that you need to fucking back that shit up real fucking quick. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I don't believe that at all. But like, do I think if you know? I think they need to let Zeke go at some point. I think he's done. Me personally, I think yeah. I think he's done. I think you I think you get rid of him. You get you a couple serviceable backs on some cheap deals. You load up that receiving core, right? Because he done showed you two years ago. He almost had like you know an insane season. Was on. You know, uh, pace to break the yardage record in the season. Yeah, he can throw the ball. Yeah, so I say you just run the offense through him, line him up, get him some good receivers, keep rebolstering that line, get him some good two way backs. Hell, the defense is you know on the right track too, especially Michael Parsons. He's an absolute yeah. fucking monster. Yeah, he's a beast. Um, <clears throat> and if they were to do that, I mean, I think they. I don't say they do, but I say in the next five years they have a shot to try to get a trophy. I would say that. Um, do I think they do it? No. No, I don't, because Jerry Jones is a fucking idiot. He'll, he'll never do it. Like, he, he's going to die by Zeke. Um, he's going to die by the shit that worked for him back in the fucking 90s, and this is all there is fucking to it. So, I mean, they got rid of fucking Amari Cooper for fuck's sakes. So that kind of says it all, but yeah. yeah. Uh, the Another guy, forgot about this fucker completely, De'Anthony Thomas. He's playing for the BC Lions now. Another guy, I can't believe he didn't make it in the league. Uh, yeah, I know. Was... I can't believe it, right? Like, if you think the Chiefs had Tyreek Hill and they just didn't know it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. he just plays exactly like him. Yeah. Now, Tyreek's a better receiver. You know, the Anthony in college, he was always just one of those guys who moved around everywhere, right? Yeah. Like, you put him in the backfield. You just line him up out wide. You put him in the slot. He'd return kicks and punts. You know, just all-purpose guy. But, you know, I, I think he's another guy, too, though. If he... He comes in the league even five years later, but definitely ten years later, yeah. he makes it, I think. Yeah. Uh, the problem was, at that time, those guys didn't really have a place in the league. No. You know what I mean? Like, league. Like, league. I, it's funny, because like, I feel like, even though they say that the NFL is the premier league, <coughs> I feel like the game is ahead in college, because I feel like college starts doing all this shit start doing yeah you kind of got a point there and yeah, then NFL is sort of over yeah somebody. NFL is sort of like catch playing catch up because they realize hey this shit works on well that. think about it for years the, any, any quarterback who could run was considered bad yeah. right like yeah. nobody wanted that no then you get these college guys who were putting up insane numbers lining up all the time and now like it's one of the things you hear about in the draft all the time like man he's got great mobility yeah he can extend <laughs> plays out of the pocket all this shit and they're like, man, we're and, and they'll spin it like we're we're ahead of the game. I'm like, no, you're not. Like we we've, we've been seeing this in college for years now. Yeah. And uh, same thing when the two way backs started catching on. Yeah. Uh, and then definitely, I would say for sure with these like receivers like that, like we were talking about, you know, with a Tyreek Hill type guy, uh, we've seen that in college way before we ever seen it in the NFL. Really. Yeah. I mean, yeah. And you had you had a few of those guys here and there on certain teams. Um, Dante Hall of the Chiefs back in the day is one guy that comes to mind. Um, so you, like you had some of them. But it just wasn't a lot, and they didn't get featured as much as what they do now. Yeah, you know, and then now, the whole this whole deal. spread stuff that we got going on, fucking college was first doing it. Oh yeah, uh, and then you started seeing like oh NFL seeing how good that worked. Now they incorporate. I mean, how many times do you see fucking, unless it's a certain, I would say team that they're playing that they you know get under center nowadays. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, it just doesn't happen. 
I mean, it doesn't. Um, the, uh, this is another one too, uh, Jeremiah Masoli. He's still fucking playing? Yeah, he's still fucking playing, man. I was surprised too. I was like, man, he's like fucking old now. He's gotta be. Like, yeah, and he's another one considered one of the better quarterbacks in the CFL now. Um, he plays for, I love this name too, the, uh, Ottawa Red Blacks. Red Blacks. That's pretty badass. I like that. It just rolls off the tongue really good. Um, yeah, he's uh, still wearing number eight too. <laughs> um, yeah, like how how quickly do we forget to like I forgot while I was watching the video that he that little stint he had at Ole Miss. Like, yeah, I completely forgot about that. Well, I remember when he came from Oregon to Ole Miss. Everybody's like, "Oh, my son is coming to Ole Miss." They're gonna, and they didn't really do they it. They fucking suck. Yeah, it, was, it, was, it, was, it was a failed experiment. Like yeah. it did not go good. Yeah. Yeah, that's why he's in the CFL. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, they went south fucking quick. Cause he fucking he pretty much balled out. Oregon, they probably won that uh, Rose Bowl. That team was like different though, right? Like I feel like we should have like a thirty for thirty on that because like I, like I forget what he got arrested for, but I think he was getting like some drug charges and other shit, and, like some nefarious uh, yeah. activities of some sort. But he kept getting in trouble, you know. Yeah. That's why he ended up having a transfer. And then he was on the same team at the beginning of the season. Whenever Legarrette Blunt smoked that motherfucker for more. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> that's one of my favorite college football moments of all time. I was too young as hell watching that game, and, and that was a good game too. It was a close game, it was like nineteen to thirteen or something like yeah. that. Really close game. We fucking meet midfield this time, and Garrett Blunt just smoked that motherfucker's head. I was like, "Oh my gosh, what the fuck?" You know, tripped me out. Hit a fucking mean right hook though. He fucking socked that motherfucker. That was badass. Um, the uh, this guy is actually on the BC lines with the Anthony Thomas, and boy, this would have been a hell of a fucking pairing if you could have made it happen a little sooner, but. It still is now, though. I've seen the highlights, but uh, Chris Rainey. Oh, shit. Yeah, yeah. See, last I knew he was just doing a bunch of track and field shit, but every yeah. day he got back into football at some point. So, could you imagine having to defend both those assholes? Oh, my gosh. I would just run nothing but rub routes between the two of them probably all fucking game, yeah. honestly. Like, pick your poison. Who do you want to burn you? I'm surprised it's the same way with Jeremy, uh, Jeremy Masola. He's still fucking playing. <laughs> yeah, I'm surprised. I'm really surprised that Randy was still playing. I did not expect that. Um, next is Nick Marshall. Um, he is playing for the Saskatchewan Rough Riders. <laughs> Saskatchewan. He's playing DB, too. And he's actually like one of the premier DBs in the CFL. I mean, I can see that. I've seen some of his highs. They were fucking good, too. He yeah. had one diving interception that was fucking nasty. Yeah. I mean, it was a damn good snag. So, uh, it's pretty interesting, for sure. Um, I figured once I seen, once they first showed his name, I figured, I was like, well, he's probably playing quarterback again, you know. Yeah. But, I mean, he's stayed in that DB role like he did when he was getting ready for pro, so. Yeah. Um, pretty cool to see <coughs> some of these guys still, you know, making a career exactly. for themselves, you yeah. know what I mean? Because I know down here, it's like, you know, we give a shit about the CFL, but it's, I mean, it's a fucking pretty big deal up there. I'm not saying yeah. it's as big as the NFL here, I know no, that. But, I mean, obviously, it's been around for a while now. I mean, they're obviously selling tickets and got fans where they wouldn't exist. Yeah, no, they, they're still getting from Can uh, from the Canadian guys, but as far as like fucking NFL wise, they're not nothing's ever top of the NFL here in America. I could just imagine like the chance of the CFL game. They're like, "Let's be nice." <laughs> <laughs> I just would love to hear like some of the shit that they fucking chant. Oh my god, fucking if they'd get like, oh, hey, hey, your team, <laughs> girl, they're they're not even that good. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man, just send some of them fans to like a fucking Philly game or a fucking uh or uh goes to a Bills mafia. <laughs> yes, <laughs> oh gosh, yeah, yeah, that would be fucking great. They'll just. I don't think they'll be able to process that shit. <laughs> uh, 
Speaking of that, did you see where the uh, the baseball player for Phillies, they caught him? Uh, yeah, what happened? It was the I think it was the third baseman. He missed a. I think it was like a uh, a ground ball his way. He missed it or something or another, and he got pissed. And they caught him saying, "I fucking hate this." Place. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know you're talking about. Yeah, that was fucking hysterical. Yeah. I got a kick out of that shit. <laughs> well, and it didn't really surprise us. They're like, why did he say that? I'm like, like, man, like, Philly fans don't have a good history of, like, fan bases. Let's be yeah. honest. Like, yeah, when you're killing it, they love you, but they are, they will turn on you so fast. Yeah. Like, and I get it. Like, I know every fan base gets aggravated. Like, it happens. But, man, like, they are bad about it, though. Philly you know fans what I'm saying? Like, get... you have, like, two bad games, and they will disown you and, like, throw your jersey away. <laughs> like, they, they, just, they overreact so much. Yeah, this kills me because it's the city of brotherly love, but you don't see that shit at all. Yes, like, they, they will literally turn on you as fast as Danny DeVito pulls his pistol and it's always sunny. Like, it's straight <laughs> up. It is that fucking quick. Like, and, yeah, like you said, I always thought that was ironic, too. City of brotherly love, and they're, like, the fucking biggest assholes ever. Like, oh. I feel like that his name come back to bottom in the ass. <laughs> I feel like there was just one. It took one guy, right? Like he was walking down the street one day and he was just in a bad mood. Some other guys are trying to be nice to him because he's in the whole city of brotherly love. He probably just tells him like, "Go fuck yourself" or something. <laughs> and then after that, he's just like, "Yeah, city of brotherly love, my fucking ass." And it just spread through everybody yeah, after that. Yeah. Everybody just turned into fucking dicks. <laughs> All right, let's get on. To our main topic of this episode, which I forgot to fucking mention in the beginning, <laughs> we just started rolling through. Yeah, yeah, like, but yeah, we got on like the claws and the ski ball machines and shit. And it yeah. just, you know, that shit really got me going. It fucking me up. Yeah. Nothing pisses you off more when you grab something on a claw machine that fucking it just fucking drops. Yeah, just move it over there, move it over there, and it fucking drops. I know, like one of these, I'm just waiting for one of the days like I'm in an arcade, somebody just smashes that motherfucker and takes it out. Like it's probably me too, honestly. Especially the ones with the damn, like, fucking PlayStation 5s and shit like that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's... The one with the key ring tell how, many, how much money for some people in blue trying to get shit like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, they probably spent $100 for that. Well, hell, fucking over... When we, you remember when we went to that uh, little meeting? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And Michael yeah. blew, like, $30 just get a big-ass fucking ball? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> That's what I'm talking And he got robbed so many times. Dude. Yeah. Like, it's almost like it's set up where like, you have to try at least five times where you can get it. It does a lot. Uh, actually, it's somewhat like that. They have it to where, like, every... What is claimed out there is uh, that every so many tries, like, the claw will actually clamp harder yeah, than the other ones. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. See, it's fucking punch <laughs> skin. The fucking course. <laughs> yeah. All right. God damn, fucking ski balls. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to have a car episode one day, guys. Yeah. Tell you when and where to place your money. Yeah. You always hate the fucking carnies that work to some bitches, too. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they be like, oh, they'll try and give you deals to fucking keep doing it. Oh, yeah, that. they'll try and give you deals and shit and, like, hype you up and shit. Like, yeah. especially anything you got to throw. Like, man, you throwing heat on that motherfucker, you'll get it next time. You're like, yeah, I will, won't I? Here's, yeah. another, here's another 20. <laughs> give me the motherfuckers back. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so back to the <laughs> the topic at hand. Uh, what this episode we was going to get at to is making our, I guess we're going with five bold predictions that of the SEC yes. of this season, uh, uh, of this upcoming season. So let's get right into it. Uh, how are we just doing like just five in general? Yeah, or, just five in okay. general. I, was uh, I didn't have any necessarily ranking to them. Just okay. This I is what you. we got. 
All right. Uh, I'm going to start with mine. Uh, bold prediction. Georgia doesn't play in the SEC West. No, it doesn't win the SEC West. East. Or East, East. Yeah. Yeah. Really? Yeah. I don't think so. Okay. I'm going to go, I'm gonna go with that. No, uh, I like this because we'll just go into one of my bold <laughs> predictions here. My prediction is that Georgia is 9-3 and three and has mediocre season. I can see that. Seriously. I mean, you got to think, they lost a shitload on defense. Uh, we'll see. They're going to get their recruits. And we'll I'm not see. hating on them and saying that this is the beginning of the end or anything. Like, I'm not saying that. But, you, yeah. like, again, you go back to the start of Bama's dynasty. We had a down year. And it was after that first title. Yeah. We, we You know, we were 9-3. and three, Had to get that 10th win with a bowl win. Yeah. And, and I think that Georgia's going to do the same thing. I do. Because, um, like you said, they just lost so fucking much. I mean, you can't, you don't just turn around and that don't, that doesn't affect you in a big way. Just, you don't. Yeah. Um, what got me was looking at their schedule. This is, this is why I said 93. Mm-hmm. Um, so obviously, first game of the year is against Oregon. And it's a fucking home game. It's a Mercedes-Benz Stadium. It's not a... Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's, it's a neutral, neutral field. Yeah, it's neutral. It's only in Georgia. So it's neutral field. Yeah. yeah, it's only what a fucking hour's so, drive from Athens. You know, until I, I like, I'll be honest with you. Right now, until I see something, I have no faith in Dan Lanning as a head coach. At all. <laughs> I do not. Uh, so, I think they they whip Oregon's ass pretty hot, easy. Hot take: Bo Nix come out there and fucking throw the game of his life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That'd be like Bo, and then they'll lose next week to like San Jose State or some shit because he throws four picks. Um. So I think they mopped the floor with Oregon. No big deal. Yeah. Okay. Then they play Sanford. That's a fucking win. We know that. Yeah. I think their first loss, they go to South Carolina. That I'm could... serious. The reason I say that, if I'm South Carolina, I am so happy I caught them early in the season, which I know it usually is anyway. Yeah. But I'm so happy because at this point, the defense will not be firing on all cylinders that early in the season. Mm-mm. So, at that point, they have a chance to catch them with some deficiencies, kind of oh. kept, catch them with their pants down, if you will. And I think Rattler's good enough with some of the offensive schemes and shit that Beamer can draw up. I think they, they find a way to upset them. I do. If, I, if uh, As long as, you know, their offensive line, because I understand that Georgia's still going to be Georgia at the defense. It's not going to be like fuck last year. But as long as their offensive line can handle the, the guys that they got coming up. Yeah. If they're able to give Spencer some time, you could eat. I shouldn't say easily, but it gives them a chance to maybe win that game. Well, that's what I'm saying. I think Rattler's dynamic enough as long as he gets back to what we saw two years ago. He could give us some problems, I think. Plus, they're playing in uh, whatchamacallit anyways. Uh, at, you know, at South Carolina. I forgot the fucking stadium name. Uh, uh, Williams Price. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, that crowd's going to be fucking electric. Oh, yeah. They're going to be this especially. Is, I, they have so much excitement around the program right say, now. Uh, and then you're going to be playing the defending champs, too. Yeah. I was gonna say, yeah. South Carolina's got some actually, like, exciting, excitingness to their football program. Yes. Most they've had since the Spurrier era, yeah. for sure. Um, <clears throat> after that, they go back home. They play Kent State. That's a that's a fucking win, obviously. Yeah. All right. Then they go to Mizzou. Think that's a fucking win. I don't. I don't think that that's that's any kind of problem there. All right. Then they play Auburn. I actually think they lose this game, and this is why I think they lose the game. Auburn gave them a fucking pretty good game for a while last year. People forget that they yeah. they blew them out late. Yeah. Late. They hung with them for a little over three quarters. Yeah. 
And that's with Bo Nix. Yeah. That's with Bo fucking Nix. No receivers. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think Auburn's much improved this year. I do. And I think whoever's playing quarterback will be better than what they've had. I don't care what anybody says. It will be better. Speaking of Auburn, did you do you do you agree with the FPI rankings that they got Auburn at number ten? Did you see that shit? No, I didn't see that. All right, so the FBI put out the rankings, and uh, Auburn was, like, number 10, top 10. Yeah, well, I agree with this, but I'll tell you what. <laughs> <laughs> um, then they come home and they play Vandy. That's that's a win. Yeah. You know, they got no shot there. All right, come on now. <laughs> then they play Florida. I'm pretty sure that's going to be a win. I could argue it's a toss-up, too, but probably a win. Then they play Tennessee. I could make a case they probably lose this one, too, because – Tennessee's another one scared them for a little bit. Yeah, they did, and that was with that vaunted defense. Now you're, you know, they found some creases and holes in there nobody else had been able to find mm-hmm. at that time. You know, you're gonna tell me this year with all those guys coming back, they have lost guys. I, you know, I think they could make some noise for them easily. I ultimately think Georgia will probably win it because it's in Georgia. If yeah. it was in Rocky Top, I'd probably give them a better shot at it. Then they go to Mississippi State. That's a tricky one. That's tricky. That air raid is hard to defend when you're not used to it. Obviously, these two teams don't really play each other. No. Um, I think with, you know, Will fucking Brady, Will Rogers, whatever, <laughs> as talented as he is, as much experience he has in his offense now, I would look out for that one for sure. I mean, and Starkville can be a very hard place to play. Yeah. Um, then you go to Kentucky. I think that's a loss. Straight up. Kentucky was another team. Battled them pretty good last year. Yeah. Now that the playing field's a little leveled, I feel like now. I was going to say, you guys, like, the way that that defense was last year, I mean, you just went, every team that went into that, they knew that they had to find a way to get past that defense. If you could not get past that defense, you was not winning. And it showed, except for the one one game that, uh, you know, uh, uh, the first game against Alabama. Like, obviously, Alabama showed that they could get away from that defense. And they won the game. The second game, not so much. That de- they, you know, that defense was tied down. Yeah, and they wasn't really able to get a, you know, get past that defense like the first game. And it obviously showed with them winning that game again. So now this year, all these smaller schools, they don't have to worry about that shit. I shouldn't say worry about that shit. We don't know for sure. Uh, I, I I didn't catch some of their spring game. Did you get to see some of it? To Really gauge on the defense. Ah, they looked good, but I just don't think that's really that telling, you know. Yeah. Because the way Georgia's offense is set up is still much what we've seen. Yeah. A lot of more common basic sets. I'm not saying they can't fucking score, Georgia fans. Yeah. But you know, it's not anything to just stand off the page to you schematically. It's just not. So, um, I, I don't know. I just I feel like they take a step back this year. I'm not telling you it's gonna be garbage. Yeah. Like, I think Stetson probably has a good year. Like, I think offensively you're fine. I just think the defense is going to show up. It's going to be a problem. I just do. Uh, it doesn't mean you're going to be garbage. No. But are you going to have some things that can get exposed from time to time? Yeah. I think so. And in the SEC this year, I mean, we're going to have some good offense. Yeah. You know, so, I mean, you're going to have to have it together. You're going to run into problems. This is all there is to it. Uh, so, I did one. You did one, right? Mm-hmm. What's what's the other one? What's, what's that one? All right, I'm convinced with this one. I'm convinced. <laughs> Kelly gets foot loose and lands on his face. Six to seven wins year one. Six to seven. Straight up. 
There's my reason behind this. Schedule's spotty, right? Yeah. But I ain't just that. And it's not because he dances. <laughs> but, I, like we talked about with Jaden Daniels earlier, that doesn't make me just lock in and say, okay, the quarterback position has been figured out. No, it hasn't. I don't know that he can stand up for 12 games. Whoever else it could be, whether it be the fucking, was it Miles Brennan or fucking Nussmeyer or whatever, I I, just, I don't have any faith in those guys. I don't. Yeah. And they've given me no reason to. Um, I know you still have Kayshawn Boutte. I get that. But, you know, Max Johnson was a better quarterback than you guys you know, gave credit for, too. And I, yeah. I'm not saying he made Boutte look good. Like, he's talented. But can those guys even get him the fucking ball consistently? That's That's my other question. Um, I think the recruiting has not been as good as people want to make it out to be. Yeah. Um, they try to gas that shit up. I don't think it's that good. I just feel like they still have a fuckload of question marks. Yeah. I, I do. Mean. Like, you know, maybe they come out first three weeks and they answer every one of them. Maybe they do. But we've seen nothing to to warrant that. We, we've not. Like, we're just assuming, well, he was successful in Notre Dame. Playing fucking nobodies all year. You're in the SD fucking scene now. This is a yeah. whole different animal. You can yeah. lose every week. Yep. You can, unless you're playing Vandy. But if you're not playing Vandy, you can lose every fucking week. That is like no lie. Yep. So that's my thing. Like you're not picking and choosing who you get to play anymore. You don't get to Briar because you whooped the fuck out of Colorado State. No shit. Yeah. You know, like it, it just doesn't work that way anymore for him. So, and <clears throat> of course the physicality down here is different. The schemes are different. Like I just, I feel like it's a whole other world for him. I really do. Like I, I feel like he, you know, he went from coaching like fucking middle schoolers to Coaching fucking pro, basically. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, that yeah. is just a huge leap to just automatically assume, oh, well, he did the same thing he did in Notre Dame. Which wasn't really much. No. We like to think it is, but again, he just won a shitload of meaningless games and bolstered his record and made it look good. Yep. I mean, you put frosting on a piece of shit, it's still a piece of shit. <laughs> like, yeah. So, I, again, that, that's a lot of it. But the schedule, breaking it down. So they open up the season against Florida State. That's a fucking win. Okay. Yeah, that's a win. Um, and it's, yeah, and I think it's, because it says New Orleans, I'm assuming that's in the Mercedes Benz um, stadium for the uh, Saints. Yeah. So that's obviously another one of those fucking home games, yeah. right? Um, but I think they'll mop it for with Florida State. They've just been horrendous the last couple of years. And, you know, I just, I, I have way more faith in the OC that game I do them. Yeah. I'd love to see them lose, but, <laughs> like, so, then they go home and they play Southern. That's a fucking win. You know, that's, you know, unless it's like a shit show. I'd love to see them lose that one too, but. <laughs> um, then they play Mississippi State. I think this is a toss-up too. They've had trouble with that air raid the last couple of years they against have, them. They've they had have. a lot of trouble with it. Um, given they're at home, I'd probably pick them to win that one, but I would not be surprised if all State managed to beat them. Yeah. Because they had problems, and that was when I think that was before the uh, defensive back god that was Stingley was out. <laughs> I think he was actually still playing. He was struggling with it, but that kid was such a fucking puss. Uh, so, anyway, then they play New Mexico. That's a win, obviously. Yeah. After this, this work gets really hard for them. At Auburn, that's a loss. I'm calling it right now. They went into Death Valley and beat them with fucking Bo Nicks. Bo fucking Knicks. <laughs> All right? I mean, need I say fucking more? You know, he had Ordron speechless. So, I think that's that's straight up a loss for me. I, I just, I know that game's always crazy in one of those 50-50 games. I know that. But if Bo Nicks went down there and got a fucking win in a night game in Death Valley, like, I have all the faith in the world this Auburn team beats them. Yeah. I just do. 
Um, then they play Tennessee. I think that's probably a loss, too. I really do. Like, you're going to tell me that they can score enough points to keep up with Hendon Hooker in that offense? What what kind of track record does Kelly have to back that shit up? None. You know what None. I mean? And then and then their defense, again, like we talked, they've struggled with the air raid. That's practically what Josh Hopple runs, honestly. Yeah. I know it's not identical, but, like, they throw the ball a lot. Yeah. They, they spread do. it around to everybody. I think they have problems with that. Then they go to Florida. I think Florida beats them. You, and I'll tell you why. I think Napier's a better coach. I do. I think he will out-coach him. I really do. Yeah. Um, and, again, comes down to, like, skill positions, and it's just one guy I know. But if AR-15 is healthy, am I putting money on him or Jaden Daniels who's going to have the better game? I'll tell you who I'm betting on. Yeah. It's a no-brainer for me. Then they, then they play Ole Miss. Kind of a toss-up. I'd leave with Ole Miss. I would. Same thing. Guess what? Another great quarterback coming at you. I know we haven't got to see Dart in the SEC yet, I know. But just I'm, I'm basing that off Kiffin's track record. You know, he had some really good flashes last year at USC. He's got all the talent in the world. Kevin has proven so many times, time and time again, that you give him a guy with some talent and he will turn him into a fucking stud. He will. You know what I mean? Like, there's way more success stories than failures with him. Yeah. All right, then you play Bama. You play in Bama. <laughs> <laughs> Enough said. You know what I mean? Enough said. Then they go to Arkansas. That's a fucking loss, I feel like. Arkansas is going to be good, man. I could argue their defense will be even better this year. I mean, we know Bumper Pool's back. They stole fucking Drew Sanders from us. He looked like a stud for us at times last year. Yeah. Plus, they had a lot of safeties and secondary guys from LSU transferred to Arkansas as well that were yeah. like veteran players. And again, you know, with KJ Jefferson, Hasselwood hopefully steps into that uh, Burks role. I feel like the, I just feel like they got more going for them, yeah. right? On yeah. both sides of the ball. Like, I, I could give you more positives. Then they play UAB. Probably win. I'd fucking look out for that one, too, though. <laughs> yeah, Honestly, say, you know yeah. what I mean? UAB? Like, UAB has proven the last five years, man. They ain't nothing to fuck with. No, they're not. You got to take them serious. Then they go to A&M. That's a toss-up game. But, I mean, they lost to A&M last year. And, well, no, they beat them. I forgot. Yeah, they But they that beat was because them. of Max Johnson. He yeah. won them that fucking game. Max Johnson ain't there no more. Yeah. I still say it's a toss-up just because I don't have a lot of faith in Jimbo either right now because of the QB situation. So that one's kind of 50-50. I can see it going either way. But given it's at A&M, I would probably lean A&M. So you see what I'm saying? The back half of their schedule is rough. Yeah. It's fucking rough. Like he he's catching the kitchen sink. I mean, again, between the Auburn game, Tennessee, Florida, Ole Miss, Bama, Arkansas, that is like all blue bloods in the conference. Yeah. Straight up. Like, these are the teams we look at every year. Like, and you can kind of take Ole Miss out technically because they've just really been on this run. But the rest of them, pretty much the ones we talk about every season. Yeah. So I just, I don't know, man. I, I think he's going to struggle. I really do. Yeah. Uh, again, there's, there's so many differences for him, so many things he's having to get used to. That schedule is really tough. Too many question marks for me. I think he falls flat on his fucking face. I mean, I can see it. I mean, we'll just have to see how it, how it goes because, like he said, he's playing and he's been playing, beating up on these little ACC schools that, of course, he really wasn't playing. Well, you know what? You know what should be a cautionary tale for them? And I know it's it's different. I understand Notre Dame's this prestigious, you know, yeah. nation, you know, national brand. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Even if you don't know football, most people know that logo. Just yep. how it is. Okay. What should be a cautionary tale for them is go ask Arkansas how it worked out when they hired Chad Morris. Yeah. He was at SMU beating up on little schools. Yep. Looks great. He comes in there fucking shit show. Yep. Was horrendous from day one yep. to the very end. And again, I know he was an ND, but still, he got to pick and choose his schedules, basically. They didn't have to worry about winning a conference. They just got to kind of do whatever they wanted to do. 
Yep. And he beat so many inferior opponents and gassed up his record and made it look good. I just, I don't know. There's not no proof in the pudding for me to con- be convinced he comes in the SEC and just starts kicking ass. I don't believe that. Uh, my other prediction, uh, you probably got this on here since you sort of alluded to it. But uh, I'm going to say Auburn gets at least nine wins this year. Oh, I'm on it. Yeah. I feel like. I think Auburn's fucking on one this year. <laughs> <laughs> I feel the bullshit in there. I feel it. I mean, you had all this stuff with Harson, all this fucking whatever happened on it. Harson's probably taking that energy, and, or taking all that negative, and he's trying to turn. He's going to try, turn it into a positive this year. Uh, oh, I think so. Yeah, I think I think I think Harson is like he's hyped up and not like regularly hyped up. He's like an eighteen-year-old kid on steroids, hyped up. I yeah. Think. Like, so what? So the, they got to play Georgia, so that that might be a loss. Bama. Oh, loss. I got their schedule right here. I don't uh, math this uh, out. Okay. So I I said nine or ten. You know, I'm just I'm gonna say ten. Fuck it. I, I'm gonna I say mean, realistically, what Georgia, Alabama, they lose. Other than that, everybody else should win. So maybe not against like Gators. Let me look at their schedule. See which one I thought of. Let's see. Okay, I think the two games I actually thought they would would lose, if I remember right, look at this, was the Alabama. I ain't going against my boys. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, and uh, at Ole Miss. Yeah. The reason I say Ole Miss is Ole Miss managed to go in there and win in Jordan Hare last year with a hobbled fucking corral, and things did not go their way for most of that game. They found a way to win. Yeah. So, and that was with what would will probably. I know Auburn's defense to be good, but I would argue they were a little bit better last year than what they'll be this year, and they still found a way to win it. Now, I know that was with Corral, I get that, but it's just them being at home, I kind of feel like they found a way to win that one. Yeah. I just I think Kiffin figured some things out against them last year, so I kind of feel like that's a loss, and Bama, again, speaks for itself. But the rest of their schedule, to me, sets up very well for them, I think, to, to go on this run that we're talking about. Yeah. Um, and like I said last week, too, I think Ashford's a guy. He may not start the whole season because I, I do think unless he just wows them, they'll probably start Finley. I think at some point he takes over and starts the majority of the season probably. He could. Um, Obviously, Harson showed he's not afraid to pull. That, yeah, that's what I'm saying. I would have never thought he would have pulled a boat. I mean, I was behind it, but yeah. <laughs> I just, you know, that took some fucking balls, man. Yeah, especially from all the fucking boosters and everything. He probably caught some hell after that game. Oh, you know he did. Even though they fucking won. <laughs> <laughs> um... Leave it to Auburn to be egotistical. Who would have guessed that shit? Yeah. They open up against Mercer. That's obviously a fucking win. win. San Jose State, that's a win. win. Penn State, I think they win that one. Yeah. You know, they were super close last year, so I don't think it's a problem. At Jordan Hare, that's a tough play to play. Yeah, exactly. Just the same way as it, over there at Happy Valley. Well, this is September 17th, too. It's going to be hot. Yeah. It's going to be fucking hot. Yeah. <laughs> the humidity is different down here. Yeah. They're going to be fucking... Breathing in a bowl of soup. <laughs> right. That shit ain't no joke. <laughs> Mizzou, that's their homecoming game. I think that's easy. Like I said earlier, they play LSU. I think they beat them. At Georgia, again, I think they beat Georgia because they had that success against them last year yeah. with what I think is a worse team than what they're going to have this year. Again, at Ole Miss, I think Kevin figured some things out. I think he gets them again. Then they play Arkansas. That's a tough one. Been back and forth, I know. 
But then being at home in this game was a deciding factor for me. If yeah. it was at Arkansas, I'd probably pick Arkansas. Yeah. Um, at Mississippi State, there's been some good games between them, too. I know. I think they bounce back. They get State this year. Um, A&M. Fuck A&M. Uh, <laughs> I think they <laughs> And then Western Kentucky, um, if they still had fucking Bailey Zappi, I'd probably pick them. But, you know, they're going to go back to reality this year. And then, of course, at fucking T-Town. So, um, that's what I, was, I think the schedule sets up for them. Yeah, I think, yeah I just, it really does. I, I really think that that was, that was it. So, um, we'll see. But I, I have, like, honestly, all the faith in the world that, that they're probably going to pull this off. Just because, I just, I don't know, I feel it again. It's one of those years nobody's talking about them. And it's always when they get us. Yeah, thoughts on the get us. So, what's your next one? Uh, let's see. My next one. I'm, I had to do some of these in my head, more or less. Uh, I want to say this, but I don't know. I feel like Florida gets nine wins this year. It's a tough ass schedule that they got to go with, but I think they can do it. <sighs> My one, uh, one of mine was Billy Napier kicked some ass in year one, eight to ten wins. Seriously, seriously. The only problem is, uh, I know we got to play Utah. That's going to be a hard one. Then right after that, Kentucky. Them two, two, two right, right there going to yeah, be hard. Yeah, here, here's the thing, though. I'm going to tell you something. I think they fucking boat race Utah. I'm, I'm straight up. I think they boat race them. And I'm going to tell you why. Because they lost some guys. Yeah, off that team yeah, last they, year. Yeah. That's another thing too. Yeah. People will just get caught up in the branding and, and think of last year and go, okay, yeah. Utah wins that." They don't got the that defensive lineman guy right but there. But it's in the swamp. Well, yeah, it's I mean, in the it's swamp. swamp. September third, it's gonna be humid as a motherfucker. Yep. Way different from the weather they're used to in Utah. Dry. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> dry hot. It, that, that's that's dry gonna heat. be rough, man. That's gonna be fucking rough. I mean, Alabama's used to it. And we struggled with it playing down there last year, right? Like we were getting gassed early. Yeah. And it was because of that. So, with the departures of them being at home with the humidity as hot as it will be, I think Florida takes care of business. I do. I think it's close for about a half, and I think Florida pulls away. I think the only reluctance that everybody has is just how the way the season ended. I understand that everything's a little bit different. Spring game showed some hope a little bit more, so we'll have to see how it goes. I but, think the way our 15 look, long as he don't stay in trouble, and he stays healthy. I think the sky's the fucking limit. I know there's a lot of things that got to come in order. I know that. But I just, Napier is such a good coach. I have that much faith in him. Look how quick he started having success in Louisiana. Yeah. He didn't waste any fucking time. He's not mm-hmm. one of these guys that's going to tell you, well, you got to give me a couple years. No, he wants to get hit the ground running yeah. ASAP. Um, like you said, I mean, then they, yeah, they turn around and play Kentucky. But them being at home, I give them an edge there. And it's early in the season. Again, I'd rather have them early in the season like this before they kind of start clicking. Because they got things to figure out, too. they got a brand-new offensive coordinator. Yeah. Yeah, I know he runs the same sort of similar scheme as what they had before. But, again, that guy was a great coordinator. Him being gone now, that's going to make a difference. You don't have Wondell Robinson anymore. I was say, you don't have him. I Man, I know Rodriguez is still in the backfield. You still have Levis. I know that. Like, I'm, I'm not saying the offense is horrendous. But, but do I think it's going to be as innovative as last season? I don't. I think they're going to take a step back in that department. Um, <clears throat> then he plays South Florida. That's easy. That's Yeah. South Florida has been horrible the last couple of years. They really just went to shit. At Tennessee, I think they get them. I think they can get them. I really do. I think it's a toss-up game, but I. The reason that I would side with them is because of how much better this defense looks. They're not going to have to worry about we got to score every drive we're going to lose. Mm. They're not going to have to worry about that in that game. They can actually game plan for it. Um, 
Eastern Washington. Win. Ass whooping. Mizzou. Ass whooping. LSU. They can win. Again, I think Napier's a better coach. I think you'll outcoach him. I don't have a problem with that. Georgia, again, I feel it's a toss-up. I would probably still pick Georgia, but I could make a case. I could make a case. I really could because this is going to be a whole new scheme that they're having to look at, everything else. This is not, you know, Florida's last season. No. It's not. They went into that game with really not really knowing who's going to be the fucking quarterback. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. So, (coughs) then you go to A&M. Again, until I say A&M, proved to me they have a quarterback. Proved to me that they can score points consistently. I, I just, I'm not scared of them. I'm just not. I'm, yeah. re- I'm really not. And the whole thing about Georgia, you got to think, when Florida played Georgia, the first half was close up until like the first, last two minutes of the first yeah. half, and then it was over. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was very true. It was very true. It just fell to pieces so so quickly. Yeah, um, so. Um, then they play South Carolina. Again, That's that's a tough one. I mean, it is, especially if South Carolina ends up being, you know, what I think they can be. Um, again, though, I'm going to side with Florida on this because at home, they got a bad taste in their mouth in that game last year. That's really when it went off the rails. Yeah. Um, I think they'll be highly motivated to get them back. I yeah. really do. Um, at Vandy, that's a fucking win. At Florida State, I think that's a fucking win. I think Florida State will be fucking horrendous yet again. I don't want to hear any more Florida State's back fucking stories. I've heard enough of those <laughs> for a fucking lifetime. So, I mean, at this point... The the only losses that we, you know, really definitely can say is Georgia. And, you know, I'm going to say, because I don't think they get 11, but the reason I think they get 10, let's, let's just say the other one is Tennessee. Let's say Tennessee is just a little too much. They can't handle it. The rest of these games, I think you have a really good case to, to make a case they beat them. I just do. It's just me. But, um, you know, especially if they have a good record up until – the cocktail party, and they do beat Georgia, look out. Yeah. Because besides that, at Kyle Field game, it's pretty easy after that, honestly, man. Again, I know the South Carolina thing, but again, I think the motivation's there to win. I mean, then you're at Vandy, it's nothing at Florida State. I mean, I, I, I just, I think the schedule's not as bad as people think it is. I really do. I think, I think people think it's bad because they look at Utah and they go, oh, shit. Yeah. Utah, right? Like, they just fucking went toe-to-toe with Ohio State in the Rose Bowl, almost won. Again, they lost guys. Yeah. They lost more than a handful of guys. And, again, with just being in the swamp when it's hot, too, that's going to be tough for them, man. That's going to be really tough for them. And and that that's a factor I think you have got to really weigh in when you're talking about that game, honestly. I know it sounds crazy, but shit makes more of a difference than you think. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Especially down here because that's, that's another reason why the SEC is so good because the conditions that they have, that we play in, more or less. I get it like up north that in the wintertime might be harder or whatnot, but playing I would the- rather play when it's cold as shit than when it is hot as fuck. That's yeah. just me. Because that humidity will get to you. Yeah. Like have you ever had swamp ass? <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like Yeah. I mean just going to just playing like just high school games, like the beginning of the season, you know, that first game first couple games, it is fucking hot, muggy. You get out there and you're like, oh shit. <laughs> yeah, no, I agree. I agree. Wholeheartedly. And that's and that's another thing, like just the way that how SEC goes through, because they got, because you got to think, a lot of these guys are up until they played this game, they're going through practice. They're they're practicing it, and I've been on the tail end of practices out, you know, fucking hundred degrees, humid. Oh, it wears you out. Yeah, it kills you. And so we we and, go. And at the end of the day, 
We talking about practice. <laughs> <laughs> it, but it does though. Like it, it drains you. It literally drains you. Yeah. Like because you, everything it, as much as you're putting that water in you and that Gatorade in you, you are instantly sweating it out. Yeah. Like it is so hard to get your body conditioned to deal with it. Like it's harder to move. It's harder to breathe. You sweat so much. Again, it just drains the the energy and the potassium out of you. Like it is just it is a whole other animal. It just really is. Like. You know, would you rather cut grass in April or May, or would you rather do it in August when it's fucking a thousand degrees outside? You know what I mean? You can tell the difference <laughs> yeah. even with something as simple as cutting the grass, let alone playing a fucking four quarter physical sport. Yeah. So you'll not convince me that won't be an issue for that game. Yeah. Because it will. So, and I def I definitely think that's the key cog game for them. To me, is how that starts. If they if they go out there and they boat race them, like I think they will, you better keep your eye on them. At yeah. that point, I, I I think so. But I, I think even if they don't boat race them, they beat them simply off the fact that they're at home and it's going to be huge. So, I mean, and everybody knows the swamp is electric. Well, they got a full house. And it'll it's, be electric this year. They're going to be fired up. They're going to be excited. You know, they this was the, again, no-nonsense style coach they needed that they've wanted. The fan base has been super irritated with all the shenanigans and things that's been going on for so long. Um <laughs> and so far, Napier's done a really good job. I feel like of getting the fan base behind him, and yeah, all kind of unified and going. Okay, look, this is our guy. Let's do this. Yeah. So, and I expect the players to be the same way. So, I, I yeah, I definitely think that you know that the swamp is jumping. Yeah, for that game for yeah. sure. Oh yeah. Uh, let's see. You got any more? You got? How many I got more? one more. I just say you got one more. I got what two more? One or two more? I don't remember. Yeah. I think it's two. Uh, I just go with mine. Bold, my other bold prediction. Uh, Ole Miss finished second in the uh, East. West. West. Fuck. Why did you? Oh, I don't know, man. I don't, well, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna disagree, only because of what we've talked about with Auburn. Well, yeah, I forgot about what we said. About but Auburn. if you exclude Auburn from the conversation and just say that, that just goes sour, right? It doesn't work. I can see it. Yeah. I can definitely see it. Um. Again, you know, I know I said that thing about Pate earlier, but that's just because saying you're a dark horse playoffs contender and saying you can finish second in the West, two totally different spectrums. Yeah, two yeah. Two totally different spectrums, okay? <laughs> yeah. But I can definitely see that, though, because, again, you know, I was talking about it, A&M proved that they have a fucking quarterback who can win them games by putting up numbers, putting up, you know, clutch plays and clutch moments. I'm not buying like, I'm just, I'm not. That That's the one thing they've got to show me before, yeah. you know, I know all the other positions, the talent's there. I know it is. You show me quarterback. Yeah. Until then, I could give a rat's ass. Yeah. You know, and then State, State's always a dark horse. They're like the ultimate dark horse, right? Yeah. Like, it's just, you know, defensively, they've been really good the last couple of years. The air raid has been hit and miss, but, I mean, it's not been terrible, though. I mean, they've done a good job incorporating it. You know, Rodgers runs it very well. Um, LSU, like I said, I think they're going to be fucking trash. Um, I don't even see them as a threat, honestly, unless they, again, just shock the world. Um and uh, who am I missing here? Arkansas. 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 Yeah, see, Arkansas is the one dark horse, too, though. Yeah. Um, they would probably – them and Auburn would be the only two that could stop that from happening. Yeah. Um, but I, I think Arkansas will be just as good as last year, personally, probably. But I could see it going the other way, too. That's why it's, it's kind of hard for me. Because, like, I really hope they keep building on what they've been doing. But what, I, what I'm scared to death of, Sam Pittman, like, everything's went right. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Like everything went right, right? Like your your first year, you have no expectations. Most people don't even know who you are. 
you come out with fucking Felipe Franks of all people, and you managed to get I think a seven win season. Yeah. But really could have had more than that because there was a lot of close games. They almost beat Georgia the fucking first week of the year. Yeah. And you know you you just have an unbelievably out of nowhere season that nobody expected you, and you were competitive in games nobody gave you a shot in. Then last year, you know, you you damn near had a ten win season. Uh, you know, you you fucking beat the living shit out of Texas on national TV. You did get fucking donkey stomped by Georgia, but um, you know, you you went four quarters with Bama. You know, there was all these great moments for them last year. We had a you know you lost, but you had an insane game with Ole Miss. I just I have this bad feeling that something's gonna happen. Yeah, I'm not wishing it on them, but you know, maybe like KJ blows his knee out or. You know, they just can't get the offense on track for some reason, and it just goes down the rails, or for some unforeseen reason, the defense is off. You know, I, I don't know. I just feel like it's been going so good for him, like something bad has to happen. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> yeah. Because, like, Pittman, I view him like Orgeron, in a way. I'm not saying he's not a good coach. And do I think X's and O's wise he's a better coach than Orgeron? I do. I do. I will straight up tell you that. But I think he is an Orgeron-style coach. In the sense of he's not a huge X's and O guy, right? Yeah. Like he's just a good like manager, so to speak. Yeah. So I think he's more involved with that side than Ordron was when he was at LSU, but similar coaching styles, and he's a great motivator. I mean, I can listen to Sam Pittman talk all fucking day. Like he just has a way with words, and I can see his, you know that, that I say that now is someone who's approaching their thirties, so I can imagine being a, a teenager, you know. Yeah. So I I don't know I just. I have a really bad feeling it's going to go south for him this year. I, I just do. But, but, yeah, I mean, I don't think that's too far out of the question. I mean, a lot of things have to happen for it. But the West, outside of Bama, it's kind of wide open. Yeah, it really is. So, I mean, I think that's a good take, honestly, because we really don't know. Yeah. Like, I mean, we, we pretty much know what Bama's going to do. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But you have a new coach in Brian Kelly who's not proven he can coach in an elitist conference at all. He's never done it. Um, you know, we have Mississippi State, who, again, ultimate dark horse year after year. You know, maybe they take an extra step running that air raid this year and they blow it up. Maybe they stay the same. Ole Miss, you have all these departures, but you have a lot of these transfers. You know, between Zach Evans and Jackson Dart, those could be really huge. Yeah. Um, then Arkansas, of course, you have KJ coming back. You have Haskell coming back. Bumper pool. You know, you have all these weapons and things coming back for you. Just had a great season. That's fantastic. And, of course, like we said, Auburn is somebody that we expect to be a lot better just because they're, nobody's talking about them. But, yeah. but I do feel like the team is built better. Yeah. I just do. So, yeah, there, there's a lot of questions. A lot of questions. Like, you, you go Bama, and then after that, it's, it's just wide open. Yeah. But I can see that, though. I think I think with Kiffin getting Jackson Dart, again, we know he's talented. Yeah. I mean, what he has shown he could do before, and I don't mean this in a slight to Hurts, and this was obviously before he improved, but Hurts, you know, when he first got to Bama, was not a great passer. Like, and I've seen worse, don't get me wrong. But he, and I would say that, like, he wasn't, the throwing the ball was really the issue, it was the reading defenses. Like, that was always the issue. He wanted to go to check downs too fast and get it outside the pocket when he didn't need to. But you go back and you look at what he did with him his first year as a fucking freshman yeah. who had those struggles. And he, I mean, he was a borderline Heisman candidate. So, you tell me you got somebody in Jackson Dart who is a pure passer type and can sling that fucking ball, and you're going to tell me Kiffin can't get something out of him? <sighs> yeah, I'm not buying that. You know, I, you know, if it happens, it happens, but I would be really shocked. Yeah. Really shocked if they ain't shit on that. 
All right. Uh, let's see. We got one more prediction each. Uh, my other one is uh, damn. Uh, let me try to remember. Uh, mine is Kentucky. Uh, I don't think they get another ten wins. Get ten win season this year. Um. I kind of agree with that. Um, again, because like we alluded to a little bit earlier, just with the coordinator change, the way it happened, again, you don't have Wondell, and people do not realize how important he was. Yeah. <clears throat> he was extremely important. Yeah. Now, defensively, do I think they'll be dogs? Oh, yeah. They just, that's a given with them anymore. Yeah. Defense is going to be there. Stoops knows it. He's got it on lock. Like, the recruiting's there for them yeah. on that side of the ball. I mean, if you're better to – if not, and I say not top – I don't mean like a five-star, but, you know, if you're a four-star recruit now, you consider going to Kentucky. Yeah. You do. I mean, because it's just the track record there. Yeah. You want to be the next Josh Allen. Like, so, but offensively, again, yeah, you have Levis, you have Rodriguez. And I don't have a problem with Rodriguez. I, I think he's a stud. Yeah. Like, I think he, he's, he is who he is. Yeah. Levis, I'm still not completely sold on. Yeah. As a passer. Yeah. You know, he's a great yeah, runner. Right. Yeah, he can run it. But, you know, I mean, I got to see him do more than, you know, throw a couple check down touchdowns and eat a fucking banana peel. Like, <laughs> yeah. We need more. So, yeah. I mean, I don't, yeah, I don't think that's too far. I don't think their season's going to be bad, but I don't think, like, you know, these past couple seasons, you know, like how they have been playing, I, I think they sort of take a regress back. Well, and everybody is on the hop train for them to get 10 wins this year. Yeah. Like, like, like they are. And I, again, I, I kind of, I've had that feeling too. Um, I'm going to look at their schedule real quick while we're even talking about this because I haven't looked at it. Um, Miami of Ohio, that's a win. Yeah. Um, Florida, like I said, I, I think Florida gets them. I do. Like, I think that um, between how it went last year, that's another game I think Florida's got a bad taste for now. Yeah. I'd be really, yeah. really excited to get to play them again and being at home. Um, Youngtown State, that's a fucking win. <laughs> their mascot's a fucking penguin. There you go. And then, well, I, I don't know, man. We'll see how the rest of the schedule. They got some cupcake games right here. Uh, like they patted this motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. uh, Northern Illinois. That should be a win. But, well, I don't know what they got coming back. See, they were pretty good last year. Yeah. If they have a lot of those guys coming back, maybe not. Yeah. They could be tricky. But unless that's the case, I mean, yeah, it's more than likely a win. Um, then they play Ole Miss. That, yeah, I think that's a tricky one. Yeah. That's a tricky one. Um, I would probably lean. Uh, lean toward Kentucky by just a hair just because their defensive ability. You know, maybe they can slow down that offense enough. But, let's see. I'm going up this other rendition of the schedule, though, because this one, I hate when it does this. It doesn't take it through home or away. Yeah. Fucking pisses me off. Uh see. Yeah, that's at Ole Miss, too. So, yeah, that's, that's, yeah. that's, that's, that's tough. <laughs> yeah. That's tough. I would, um, I don't know. I'm, I'm still going to say they get that one. I'm going to say they get it. That's four. Um, <clears throat> then they come back, they play South Carolina. Um, you know what? I'm, I'm going to say they lose this one. And I'm going to tell you why. I think I think Rattler's that dynamic. I think he gives them problems. Like so. They had problems with Stetson Bennett's mobility last yeah. year, let alone what Rattler can bring to the table. Yeah. So uh, Then they play Mississippi State. I think they get that one. I do. Like, they've had pretty good success the last handful of times they've played them. At Tennessee, mm, I think Tennessee gets them. I actually do on that one. Tennessee almost got them last year. Yeah. It was damn close. Yeah. 
At Mizzou, that's a win. I'm looking forward to that, though. That game's always fucking chippy. Um, Vandy, that's a fucking win. Um, Georgia, uh, this is at home. Um, oh, man, that's a tough one. I, I, you know, I, again, I think, I, think, I think they get that one. I do. I, I just, I think that, again, they, they had so much success against them last year and hung around a lot more than people thought they would. You know, yeah. I knew Georgia was going to win that fucking game as much hype as they got because it was 1 versus 11. Yeah. But they held up a lot better and a lot longer than I thought they would. Yeah. That was they, my biggest takeaway from that game. Yeah, they did. I didn't learn anything new about Georgia. No. I learned new shit about Kentucky, yeah. right? Then they play Louisville. This is a fucking wild card right here. <laughs> because with, what was that quarterback they had last year? Went uh, the fuck off. Was like Malik, Malik Cunningham? Or yeah, I think that's what his name was. Something like that. But he liked the next fucking Lamar Jackson. So, yeah. um, I'm going to I'm gonna take Louisville that. I, I, last year I did that and I got fucking destroyed. <laughs> they, they were horrendous against the run. And if I would have known that, going in, I wouldn't have done it. I'm just gonna. I'm gonna assume they they're better in yeah. that aspect this year, and I think Cunningham will have another good season, and and be kind of the uh, the wild card, if you will. So that was all. Yeah, that was all. There, yeah, right? that was it. So out of all that, we got seven. So seven ish yeah. wins. See the the first half of the schedule was pretty easy. Yeah. But that back half was pretty brutal. Yeah. That's when it's the, the, the tough ones started coming up. Um, and I honestly probably wouldn't give them Ole Miss had it been so early in the season. Yeah. Um. If this was Ole Miss November, I probably don't give them that. Just because at that time, I would think the offense is gelling extremely well and, and kind of firing on all cylinders, you know. Yeah. But, yeah, I think yeah, I think Kentucky fans are in for some uh, – probably in for some fucking bluegrass disappointment this year, honestly. I want to get the bourbon out early this year. <laughs> so, yeah, my last one, um, and this really won't seem like a bold prediction of some – to be honest, but if you really think about it, it is a bold prediction. I think I know where you kind of go with this. Bubba keeps the big wheel rolling. <laughs> I'm not saying natty. Not yeah. this. I'm not. I'm not saying that. I refuse to be that guy that predicts one. You will jinx yourself out of it every time. I fucking believe that. Yeah. I think the offense will be more dangerous than last year. Seriously. I really do. And I'm going to tell you why. Now again, we know the lines got cleaned up. Like we done talked about that. Like I know that, but I just I have faith to at least. Eat. Even if it would at least be as good as last year, we'll be okay. Yeah. Right? That's my thing. That's why I'm not in panic mode. If we can at least get to that point, we'll be okay. I hope it's a little bit better. But the reason I say we'll be better, like, do I think Burton has a big year for us? You know? Yeah, I do. You know? He wanted to come to Bama for a reason. Yeah. Right? Like, he knows he has a good season for us. He's a fucking high first-round draft pick lock. He has all the motivation in the world. Yeah. So, I like, I think he will be there. I talked about four. I think JoJo Earl had a surprise season this year. I think he really surprised a lot of people. I think Leary could end up doing the same thing. Um, Jai Hall's in the portal. Um, <laughs> um, oh, fuck, it was one of our other receivers I was thinking about. Who was? Oh, Jacoy Brooks. People were forgetting about Jacoy Brooks. Yeah. Like that's a guy we, we need to be talking about. Like, yeah. you know, and I understand why Burton is getting all the talk. He's the big, the big trash. But I get it. But like Brooks, dude. I mean, you go back to that Iron Bowl and that touchdown he caught. And he had some other big catches in that game, too, though. Like, people forget it. That was the biggest one, of course. But that was an excellent fucking catch. Yeah. And he ran that route perfectly. You know, had the, you know, the discipline, ball control, and, and the awareness to know where his feet need to be. I mean, that was beautiful. Yeah. Absolutely beautiful. So, I think he's a guy that's poised for a big season as well. I really do. I, I think he's ready for those targets because, I mean, hell, those targets for him in that game come out of nowhere. Yeah. 
You know what I mean? Like, you, just, you know, bam, all of a sudden, Jameson gets thrown out for a fucking horseshit targeting call. Whatever. <laughs> fucking. But he gets thrown in the fucking mix, you know, and it's all of a sudden, like, somebody's got to make some plays. Let's just keep. He fucking stepped up in a big way. Yeah, he you know, did. and honestly, I know he was, but they didn't have him on the field enough in in the natty. They really didn't. No, not really. Fucking Bill Brown was like, "Well, Jai Hall fucking killed it in the A Day game, so fucking let's go, let's put him out there." And he drafted. So <laughs> fucking good job, Bill. But um, the reason I think this too is like, again, I think the receiving core is gonna have more depth. Like I understand you had the star power last year with Mitch and and Jamison, but after that, it was a drop off. Yeah. It was a severe drop off. I'm not gonna lie to you. Our next best receiver was Slave fucking Bolton. Slave Bolton. Who was so arrogant he thought to leave early and go to the draft, fucker probably won't even get drafted. <laughs> and I really hope he doesn't. To be honest, like I, I think he's the most overrated receiver we've ever had. Never understood the hype. Every fucking year I heard about this kid. He's gonna be an X Factor this year, blah 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 blah. You know what X Factor ability I saw from him this last year? When he was wide open in the end zone in that Florida game and he fucking dropped it. That, that was, there you go. I was like, we finally give you some shots and you fuck it every time. So, that just, don't even get me started on that fucking game. But, I think the receiving core will be so much better just because I feel like it's going to be more evenly proportioned. Yeah. I don't feel like it's going to be, don't get me wrong, I'm sure Burton will probably end up being the alpha. Maybe he doesn't. But, you know, I, I thought that years ago when we were supposed to, or when we got fucking Jerron Carter, Chris Carter's son. Yeah. And he never even played it down. <laughs> but, but, you know, I'm sure he'll probably be the alpha, but I just feel like it won't be the situation where if he's getting tied up in coverage or something that we're just lost or he gets hurt or he gets thrown out of a game, whatever, then we're going to be like, oh, fuck, like, what do we do now? Like, because yeah. the rest of these guys aren't ready. And I think Bill probably learned his lesson last year with not putting enough guys on the field. I was going to say, I He think, leaned on them too much last year. Yeah, I think Bill's going to learn that mistake and make sure that everybody gets t- – like everybody's well, not only did he learn, but I'm sure Saban gave him a fucking earful for that shit at the end of the season. Because, yeah. like, I'm, I'm not saying that, you know, and I understand, like, you have two stud receivers, use them. I think I, you should be trying to get the ball in their hands as much as possible. Like, that's the whole point. But you have to mix guys in here and there. Like, when they need a breather, pull them out for a couple plays. Yeah. Put some guys out there. Throw them yeah. some balls. Like, let them get their feet wet. Let them get some confidence. Yeah. Like, instead, we spent most of the year never doing that. Then all of a sudden, you know, half these guys are in the national championship. And they're like, you got to go win this fucking game, kid. Well, yeah. fucking, how would you feel? Yeah. That's like you're, that's like if you go to, you know, start a new job and you're day one. You're like, well, you're the new supervisor. Yeah. Oh, fuck. All right. I, shit, I don't know what to do. You know? Yeah. Same difference. So, I, I just, I don't know really what he was ever thinking with that. But, but the biggest X factor is fucking Gibby. I'm telling you. Gibbs is the X Factor. He, as long as he stays healthy, which he's never had any injury concerns that I'm aware of, as long as he stays healthy, I think he's going to be the ultimate X Factor for us this year. And and I can give you a couple reasons why that is. Last year, B Rob ended up having a great season. He really did, and I was super proud of that man. I really was because I watched him for man like I feel like he was on Bama for like ten years, but he was there four or five years whatever it was yeah. and for the last four or five years we would always try to start instant in the rotation and then we'd see him in cleanup time I always thought man this dude just stud he's just stud and then when he finally got some opportunities that year before he just didn't do good he just didn't that's why he fell back in the rotation yeah. he earned his way back up last year he had more than a handful of really good games didn't yeah. forget about it I mean he was a fucking bruiser too like he he ran so fucking hard yeah um, is he the best back we've had in St. Mary? No, he's not even close. He's not. 
but he got the job done and had some really good games and had a really good season. Um, but the problem was once he come out, it was terrible. The, like it was B Rob or yeah. nothing. Yeah. Like yeah. that that was a problem. And I know our running back room stayed hurt. Like it did. Like we, we stayed banged up. We had so many injuries. Um and you know, McClellan being back this year would be a big deal, I think. He was a guy that proven to be very dangerous out of the backfield early. You know, I go back to that long touchdown he had out of the backfield against your Gators. Mm. Um, that was a beautifully executed play by him. Um, he was very elusive, very smooth, and I was getting really excited for him after the game. I was like, man, he's he's starting to emerge. Like, I think he's going to be really good for us. Then, of course, I think it was like the next game or game after that he gets fucking hurt. Yeah. So, uh, from what I hear, he's he's doing good though. He's he's going to be very involved this year. I think it's huge. But I think that Gibbs is going to help because we're not going to lean on one person so much. Yeah. We're not going to ask him to do too much because the, the running back room is finally healthy. He is so talented. He is so diverse. I feel like, obviously, he has the speed, as we saw Saturday. He makes, you know, you, you fuck up with him. Especially if you're running man on the back end, he makes one cut, and you make one wrong decision, and he can take you to the house. Yeah. That's huge for us. Huge yeah. for us. That was another piece we were missing last year. As good as B-Rob was, he didn't have the home run hitting speed. No. Not knock against him. He just he just didn't have that. No. He was like a burst runner. Yeah. Um, where Gibbs, like I said, you know, he can take you all the way. Yeah. So, well, here's the thing. <clears throat> Early in that season last year, Bryce really loved being able to throw <clears throat> out of the backfield to McClellan when it was there. Mm-hmm. Gibbs is great at catching he is great at it. I mean, he's a great return man, too. Yeah. But you're telling me some of these great scramble plays that we've seen Bryce have last year, where he would just extend it, extend it, extend it, and have you about to shit your fucking pants, because I'm sure he's about to lose his 20 fucking yards, and then he'll just flick it out to somebody out of nowhere, and they're, nobody's near him, you know, and, yeah. and they easy, easily pick up a first down or more. I think you're going to see a lot of that with Gibbs. But it's going to be even worse, because he's got so much speed. So much elusiveness that it can yeah. turn in, you know, what seems like a simple play to a house call. Yeah. Or a huge game, right? Yeah. Like, the, the, I think that's the ultimate X factor. Plus, I think Cameron Latu is in for a big year, too. I do. I think he would. I got mad at him. Like, he, he had a weird season last year because, like, when the season started, you know, like against Miami, I think he caught, like, two touchdowns. Mm. He looks awesome. I was like, man, this dude's a fucking stud. And then he had, like, a three three game stretch. I hated him. <laughs> he was dropping so many fucking passes. It was horrible. Now he was he always he did pretty good at blocking all year, but his his catching ability was like hit and miss. But toward the end of the season he picked it back up again and then of course, you know, he obviously stepped up in that in that natty, you know, he catches that touchdown pass in the end zone, um, almost identical to the one Slade Bolden dropped against y'all. Um, he hauls that in. So I, I think Latu's in for a big year. I do. I, I think that he's got some confidence under his, his belt now, um, seeing what he's capable of, knowing that Bryce will find him if he's open. Um, I would expect him to be a lot more heavily involved this season, I think. Um, but I, I think between him and Gibbs, and again, just the receiving core being more of a unit and not a two-man heavy system, I think it's really going to help us because then at this point, I feel like last year, like Bryce, when he really needed to play, it was like, man, i got to go to Mitch or Jamison. Yeah. Or now I feel like when it's third and seven, third and eight, we're running a three, four wide set. I feel like he can drop back and go, all right, I got weapons. Yeah. Who's going to make the play? Yeah. He doesn't have to worry about, man, I hope my guy's open. Yeah. It's just, who's got it? I'm just yeah. going to go through my reach. So, that that's why I say that. I, I think that that's going to be gonna be fucking huge. Um, and can we please quit shitting on the kid because he bought a grill with his NIL money? Can we Can we please stop doing that? That's just, that's so fucking petty. 
That's so fucking petty. The same assholes that are bitching, talking about, yeah, he fucking, yeah, that's what happened now. He's got all this fucking money. He don't care. He bought a fucking grill. That's stupid. He's blowing his fucking money. How many of you assholes, how many of you have bought a lift kit for your fucking truck and you didn't need it? Yep. Right? Like, are you fucking... Did a delete system on your EGR on your fucking power stroke because you want to roll fucking coal? <laughs> did you have to do it? No, you want to. Yeah. There you go. Shut up. Yeah. Like, do I agree? I hope he's saving a lot of the money he's getting now just in case he ever gets hurt in the NFL or something like that. And I'm sure he probably is. But these people are like, he should invest in blah, blah, blah or do fucking stock bonds and all this fucking shit. He's a fucking teenage kid in college. If you were a teenage kid in college getting played millions of dollars to play football, you wouldn't do that. Hell you no. You wouldn't. No. Don't even lie to me. You would blow that motherfucking shit on the dumbest shit in the world. You'd be like, man, I got a grill, I got a PS5, I got a Hellcat. You, got, you know what I'm saying? Like you, you just wouldn't care because yep. you're you're a fucking teenage kid. You don't give a shit. That's yep. the and hell, let them enjoy it. That's the last bit of, little bit of your life that you can be carefree to a degree, right? Because yep. you you hadn't advanced far enough in life yet to have these big bills and taking care of a family and stuff. You know, now if you want to buy a new fishing rod, like it's a decision. You gotta. <laughs> yeah. Can I afford this new Zebco? <laughs> Like, so fuck it. Let, let them enjoy it, man. Like, it's just fucking money. Yeah. It's just fucking money. You yeah. know, if you don't like it, go talk to the people who's paying you. I was going to say, you know, if you don't like it, then, you know, get some of your own money and, and, and show them how to do yes. it. Yes. <laughs> yes. Like, it's, it's just, it's completely stupid to me. I, I didn't, didn't understand it. You know, I, I thought it was really stupid. Um, I will say this too. Um, I think, uh, this Real quick, since you were talking about the FBI, 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 FBI yeah. FBI, fucking feds are listening, but <laughs> um, they're always listening. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, you can't tell me like I will think of shit and it shows up on my phone. It's fucking weird. Yeah, Matrix. Um, the uh, did you see the preseason top ten? Uh, like teams. It's uh oh wait wait actually this is the FBI list. I yeah, that's what I was that. Yeah, oh, that's what I was talking. I was okay. like, what are you doing? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Okay, yeah. so like flash round quick. Like obviously we like I said, Auburn at ten. Like yeah. I, I agree with that. Obviously, like I said, you know I think they have a much better season. Than people think. It is just it's just weird how like just the way that they played last year, and then here they're. <laughs> So far, the top ten team, and you're like, mm, I don't, you know, it's like, like, you, like, just like, yeah, like, are you sure about that? Yeah, yeah like, what, like, what are you smoking? Pin at nine, I don't know about that. Yeah, I, that's a little rich for my blood. Yeah. Like, I expect, I don't think Pitt's just gonna fall off the fucking mountain this year. Don't get me wrong, but I, I, I just with Pickett being gone, like, I, and again, I think Slugs is good, but is he gonna play like Pickett? No. No. He's not going to have the season like Pickett did. If he does, it will blow me the fuck away. <laughs> like, he's still going to put up numbers. Yeah. But it's not going to be Pickett-level numbers that we just saw. No. And he doesn't wear gloves. So, <laughs> it's a fucking it's a deduction of at least 800 yards. <laughs> um, so, yeah, that was that was a really strange one to me. Um, Speaking of Pickett, did you see his draft thing where uh, they measured his hands? Oh, yeah, that's the dumbest <laughs> shit. Well, they did the same thing with Joey B a couple years ago, too. You know, they were, like, freaking out over his hand size. The kid just played a fucking Super Bowl in his second season after blowing his fucking knee out. Yep. Literally. The only difference was this year was he was coming off an ACL surgery, and they got his boy. <laughs> yeah. And he got him to his fucking Super Bowl and almost won it. Yep. So, anyway, 
Yeah, I thought it was stupid. I'm like, you give a shit. Like, you know, if he had like, you know, like you remember in like in, in Deadpool when he gets his hand cut off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. like, you know, if it was like that, you know, like it, you know, yeah, it's probably a problem. But you know, that ball feels large in that hand. I bet Kenny Pickett was like that some bitch off of uh, <laughs> Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Oh God! Fucking the lawyer, dude. Yeah. yeah. He wore them fake fucking lungs to make his hands look bigger. <laughs> that was always so fucking weird, dude. So, but you know, there's somebody out there like that. Yeah. That's the weird part about it. Oh, gosh, that was terrible. <laughs> um, this one, I don't agree with it. Oklahoma's at eight. Uh, Why? What, what do we have to be excited about there? Seriously. It's Oklahoma. Like, well, yeah, but I mean, fuck. Like, I mean, they, you know, Caleb Williams is gone. Lincoln Riley's gone. Hasselwood's gone. Like, I don't even know who the fuck, what the fuck their offense is going to look like next. I don't. Yeah. You know, after, which I'm still going through spring game stuff. Maybe they've had their spring game. I don't know. I don't, like, I don't think they have. I'm slowly watching all this stuff and catching up with it. And, I'm, you know, we'll know more then. But, yeah. you know, right now, I couldn't, I couldn't fucking tell you who's projected to be their guy. Well, I, well, I forgot Dylan Gabriel went there. Oh, yeah. There's been yeah. so much fucking shit going on. I forgot yeah. about that. So we know he's there. And that does give me hope, but do I think him alone is enough to warrant them being number eight? No, I don't. I would have put them at probably like ten. Yeah, or right outside the top ten. Yeah, like eleven to twelve range, maybe. I mean, yeah, the last time we seen them, they kicked ass in the Alamo Bowl against Oregon's fucking bowl game. But <laughs> yeah. I mean, that was with Caleb Williams, who's now fucking gone. Yep. So and Big Bob was a uh, coaching. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and Bobby was on his fucking shit. Uh. Number seven is Michigan. I don't agree with this at all. I don't like Kane Baradera. Did Joey dear enough? Yeah. I've made have faith in him this year. They the last time we seen him, they got fucking bludgeoned on live television. Yo, like that's the last thing we saw. Over. They got fucking skull fucked on live TV. Over in two positions. Game was over in two positions. Literally. Over. Literally. And you don't have your fucking Heisman order anymore. Yeah. <laughs> Um, or the other guy. Yeah. The, uh, 55. I can't even remember his he name. He has a weird name. Like yes. I, I, I don't know. I know it, was, it started with O. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 55 O. Um, summer six. This is ridiculous too. This, this, I honestly hate pretty much this whole time. Too. I think it's a joke. Yeah. Texas. What kind of dope are we smoking here? I got Quinn. What, what yeah. are we doing? And I think not this year. I think next year, Texas has a much better season. Am I saying that they're in a playoff? No, but can, you know, maybe they, they reach nine or ten wins, depending on how the season goes. Yeah. I think Quinn Ewers has all the talent in the world. And I, I do like the kid. I do. I like it the fucking mullet, honestly. That's the whole reason <laughs> I like the kid. I'm just going to say it. Like, I think he's talented, but I just want to see somebody with a mullet slinging touchdowns. Like, we'll finally have Brian Bosworth at quarterback. Yeah. <laughs> if he gets on steroids, it'd be great. Um, but, yeah, I just they have no business at six. They, like, they, they did nothing. They fell apart last year. They lost to Kansas. Yeah, there you go. They lost to Kansas. Come on, Kansas. <laughs> talking about fucking Kansas. Yes, the fucking Jayhawks. Yeah. So, and the, and the game wasn't even in Allen Fieldhouse. Um, <laughs> yeah. Notre Dame at five. What are we doing? They lost again in a big bowl game. Again. Blue Big League, too. Yep. Lost it. Well, they pulled the Falcons. They fucking blew it. Yeah. So, like, it, 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 and they had a lot of departures, too. You know, I, I just, I, I don't agree with that at all. Uh, Clemson at four, I think that's a fucking joke. <laughs> I'm saying right now, I think that's a fucking joke. What we seen out of DGU last year, DJU, 
Um, and like you know, I talked about last week, we like shit in the spring game. You know, I. Other than the fact that Will Shipley proved to be the part last year and is a total badass, I you know I couldn't give any positive to them really. I couldn't. You know, uh, we can look forward to at least three more Dabo crying sessions this year. That's about it. <laughs> That's all I give you. Uh, number three is Georgia. That's fine. Yeah. I don't have a problem with that. Again, yeah. I personally think they should be at one. I hope when we get to finalize AP poll this year, before the season starts, I hope they're one. Just because I know they lost a lot. And like we said, we think they'll win, you know, nine games. But they're a defending champ. Yeah. I just, I'm a firm believer in that. If you're a defending champ, you should be number one. I don't give a shit how, what you lost, whatever. You should yeah. be number one until somebody takes you out. Yeah. I mean, that's. I just feel like that's fair. Yeah. That's fair to me. So, um, two is Ohio State. Again, I totally get that. Um, again, I would, I would, you know, flip flop. Um, I, you know, Bama's one, but I would probably put Ohio State um, at, uh, I'd probably put them at three, Bama at two, Georgia one, if it was yeah. me, but still, I, top three is fine, I think. Yeah. At least you got the right three teams up there, I feel like. Yeah. You know, obviously, <clears throat> with Georgia, we know they had all the departures, but, I mean, you still have a Stetson minute back. You have James Cook. Um, obviously, um, Vlad McConkey and um, Brock Bowers, that's huge in yeah. itself. Those guys are ridiculous. Um, Ohio State, again, of course. I mean, you you have fucking... Um, you, you have fucking... Um, Fuck Stroud. I'm yeah. walking the room and you have CJ Stroud. You have Travion Henderson and you have Smith and Jigwood. That's there you go. Yeah. Like that's that's, that's a triple threat. You know, uh, <laughs> as far as like talking from a sports sense, the best three way you could ask for. <laughs> um, I mean, again, and we've seen Bama's success in twenty twenty with Smith and Harris and Mac. Yeah. So I think we could definitely see a similar situation there. Yeah. As long as those guys stay healthy, I, I I think we could. And I still think Travion's an extreme dark horse candidate for the Heisman this year. Yeah. If I'm Ohio State, they got to give him the ball more this year. Yeah, I feel like they didn't give him too No, much. they and didn't I, utilize I, him enough. But I think it was because of the receiver deal, right? Because like, yeah. you had Garrett Wilson, you had Chris Olave, mm-hmm. and Smith and Jigba. Yeah. And I know they'll have some other guys step up this year besides Smith and Jigba because they're they're another one. Is, they're Bama's wide receiver you right now, don't get me wrong, but they're – Ohio State's probably in the top three of that discussion. Top yeah. five for sure. But, yeah. you know, here lately they've been cranking out a lot of guys and having those really talented, deep wide receiver rooms as well. So I think that's why. But, yeah, I think I think they got to get him the ball more this year. Yeah. Like, he, he, he had some really good games last year when they did. So I think, you you know, you got to give him more carries, but you just got to get more touches overall. I think a lot of, yeah, I think a lot of it towards the end of the season, they realized they started getting the field. Because the beginning of the season, like, you can just tell they weren't they were they weren't all on the same page. No, 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 no. Yeah, after I, after about the seventh, sixth, seventh game of the year, they were a different team. Yeah, you could tell they were starting like, to get like, okay, well, Henderson's stud. You know, all, all these receivers stud. Let's use them. You know? Yeah, I, like I think next year, long, long, you know, just let Stroud do his thing. Let him throw the ball. You know, I was skeptical of the kid for most of the year last year until he started balling out. He's clearly the real deal. Yeah. Um. So I, I think you let him. You, you drop as many plays you can and get in the gym of the ball and whatever other guys that they have step up, you spread that thing around, let him do his thing. But I think with Henderson, you just find a way to get it to him like we did with Najee. You know, you give yeah. him plenty of carries too, but you also have plenty of just out-of-the-backfield throws for him. And he's fast, and he, he can catch too. So. Uh, that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. you, you give him those swing routes and things like that because he, he's so fast and elusive. I mean, yeah. he's another guy. You know, you make one or two missed tackles and he's I gone. I mean, fucking 
Najee lived on the wheel route. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So, that to me, that's dangerous. I think that's – and I fucking hate Ohio State as much as anybody, but you, you have to be real here. Like, that, they have a really good chance to do something insane. The defense got better and better all year last year, and all those yeah. guys are pretty much coming back because yep. they were super young last year. So, you know they're just going to get better. Yeah. Um, and then again, I mean, you have that triple threat there on the offensive side like we had. And, and I mean, you got three guys like that. If they stay healthy, it's going to be a problem every week because yeah. you're not going to stop all three of them. Ooh. You're not. I mean, yeah. you just got to pick your poison and decide which one you want to let go. Yeah. Um, and, of course, with Bama, I mean, you got Bryce coming back. You said, you know, Gibbs coming in, huge addition. I think Burton will be good. So, um, But I think the biggest reason Bama's at one, too, is because of the defense, you know. Will Anderson being back is the best player in college football. I don't care. I'll straight up tell you that. He 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 is that guy. Do you think this year if he has maybe another year season like he did or a greater season, you think he was a Heisman? Oh yeah. I do. I actually do. Like I I really do. Like if he if he has on par with last year or even better, and if he if he does better, that's just, I can't even Fathom, yeah. <laughs> he the, the fact that he was not even invited last year still fucking pisses me off because his numbers were just through the fucking roof. Yeah, but if, if he has even better than that, I think it's game over. Yeah, like it has to be. Like, like this dude is an absolute monster on that side of the ball. You don't want anything to do with him. Oh. and he never gives up. That's my yeah. thing. He plays so hard, dude. Like I, I've never can think of a time the last two years that I've seen him just give up on a play. Like, yeah. he just doesn't do it. Like he no. comes at you for four quarters. Straight up. Yeah. Um, and people forget, he was banged up a lot last year, too. That's the crazy thing. Like, he, I mean, halfway through the season, we just had to put knee braces on him, elbow braces, all this shit. He was, like, not even 100%. He was still out here dogging people. Yeah. So, imagine if he can, you know, it wasn't like he was hurt, hurt, but, you know, he just had a lot of nagging things. So, imagine if he stays healthy for the better part of one season. Yeah. That's even more terrifying. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I just, yeah. I, I think so. But I think that defense is the biggest thing because between – him edge rushing again, like we talked about with Turner earlier. I think he's the next guy that's gonna he's gonna be the next Will Anderson basically when he leaves. Um, and, and Will Anderson's probably gonna be a top three pick. <laughs> um, but I think Turner is the next guy waiting in the wings that you'll see have a huge season. Mm-hmm. Um, people forget we have Malachi Moore back in the secondary. He played better later in the season. He had some issues with the team and stuff early in the year. I don't know what his deal was, but that kid is uber talented. He was a huge part of our 2020 defense. Um, obviously, having Jordan Battle back was massive, too. Um, he was one of our best ball hawks last year. Yeah. Um, I'm forgetting about somebody, too, in the secondary, and I'm trying to... I'm try- oh, McKinstry. Who is McKinstry? I think he has a much better year. Like, he had, he had kind of an up-and-down season, but I wouldn't say it was terrible. To be a freshman, I think he did pretty good, honestly, especially I mean, considering when Job went down, um, you know, he kind of got thrown out there in the playoffs, and, and he held his own. You know, he had some mistakes, no doubt. He's a freshman. Like, yeah. it, it's going to happen. Um, but considering he was a freshman who, you know, just gets thrown in the spotlight a couple times in the season, I'd say he handled it pretty well. I mean, Again, he got burned a couple times, but that's, that's going to happen to even the, the elitist DB. You can't always lock him down. No. But he could have went out there and just got shredded, you know, every single play, right? Like, he could have been like a Dion Blue back in the day who was <laughs> fucking horrendous and got burned every time. But he didn't do that. So, I, I think he's another guy that takes a big step this year. So, a lot of things to be excited about there. But, you know, again, I think between Ohio State, Georgia, and Bama, they pretty much got it right. I, I would change the order a little bit, but that's legitimate. Other than that, this list is 
fucking hot garbage, yeah, in my opinion. I feel like they were just like, oh. If I made a top ten right now, this it would be totally different. Yeah, I feel like they were like, ah, oh, you know, ah, oh, we got to put, make sure we got to put Notre Dame, Oklahoma, and Texas in there. Yeah. Just throw them in there. Yeah, yeah. like, I, I, I truly do not, I do not understand it. I would, I would much rather see USC in this list somewhere than yeah. some of these guys, honestly. And I'm not saying top five or top three, but especially, like, between eight to ten, Somewhere in there, like I could argue that they're, I know we hadn't seen it, but I could argue they're better than Oklahoma right now and Pitt. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, they definitely have more talent. Yeah. Especially Pitt. I was going to say, yeah, Pitt. Pitt's not even debatable. No. Like, I'll give you a debate with Oklahoma, but yeah. Pitt, like, just don't even, you just miss me with that shit. Yeah. I mean, Pitt's always been that team, like, in the ACC that's, they're usually pretty consistent and, and whatnot, but, golly, was there anybody really expecting Pitt to have the, season that they did this year no no, no not at all like n- nobody saw that coming no i remember going into the uh uh last year when we were going into it everybody was talking about pitt's defense and then here it comes fucking you know kenny pickett just fucking slinging dimes everywhere and i was like well where'd this fucking kick come from you know it was all about their defense at the beginning of the season then at the end of it it was all about their offense so Pitts, uh, uh, I think everybody's a little bit too high on Pitt right now. Yeah, no, I agree. Um, Pitt just has one of them sort of, I wouldn't say magical seasons, but as far as like Pitt stand, standards, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Not like they had fucking, uh, whatchamacallit, uh, Dan Marino back there. <laughs> yeah, like, uh, yeah, Pickett, you know, like I said, last year I was, I was all on Pickett, you know, Slick it, dick it, pick it. <laughs> Fucking, he was all over it. But, and, and I think Slovis was a good pick, get up for them because I, I don't think it's going to be this huge drop off. But, yeah. Um, you just can't expect, you know, maybe he does do the same things to pick it. Who knows? But I, I don't see it. I think it'd be a hair under, right? Like maybe a, you know, we're over around that benchmark, like I was talking about, that 3,000, 25, 30 touchdown season. Which yeah. would still be great for them. They could still be very successful with that. But, you know, do I think he's going to be a fucking Heisman final with like, pick it just was? Fuck no. Yes. Yeah. No. We can shut that down. Yeah. So, FBI, other than Auburn in the top three, you guys fucking suck. That's yeah. The rest of that list fucking blows. But I'm telling you, half, half these teams on here, especially like a Texas, they just get out of here. Yeah. Get fucking here. Michigan. Get the fuck Yeah, out. Michigan, really? Michigan. You fucking shitting me right now? And then there being Ohio State two years in a row? No, get the fuck out of here. Yeah. <laughs> like, there's a reason that Kid Rock didn't make a song called Alla fucking Georgia. <laughs> yeah. Alla fucking Bama, right? He don't even like fucking Georgia. <laughs> but, like, I don't know. Mich- Michigan, yeah, that, that one really perplexed me when I saw this list. That was the first thing that stood off to me with them in Texas. But I would argue Michigan more than Texas, honestly, just yeah. because at least there's a lot of unknowns with Texas, technically, right? Yeah. Like, it's just the team's totally different. Like you said, because you have Quinn Ewers. They did get Billingsley. They've got some other guys in the portal recruits. You know, had a great recruiting class. Whereas Michigan, like, what's changed Nothing. N- nothing. N- nothing has changed. Like nothing. they've lost more than they've gained. So, oh, I guess you know, fucking JJ McCarthy steps up this year and he's the savior. Yeah, <laughs> I fucking bet. Just like he give, gifted that game to fucking Sparty too. Fuck that kid. <laughs> also, too, didn't they lose uh one of their uh, defensive backs to the portal? Like one of the. That I don't know. Probably it just. 
I've kept up with most of the portal stuff, but it's fucking. I want to say, say year round event now. So. It was like one of their uh, better defense backs. I know, they fucking may have. It wouldn't surprise me at all. I mean, um, again, you know, I know that they got Harbaugh to come back, and that's a deal. But like, I don't know. I just, I, I'm not, I'm not high on them this year. I'm not like I'm not saying that they just win five games this year. Like I'm not saying that. Yeah. But do I think they get in the playoffs again? Fuck no. Fuck no. I don't even think they sniff that. I think if they have an eight-win season, they better take it. Seriously. And nine wins especially would be a success, in my opinion. Yeah. Fucking hate Harbaugh. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, I guess that, that pretty much wraps up our episode. Yeah. That pretty much wraps it and taps it, I think. Wraps it and taps it. <laughs> well, with that, uh, as always, uh, make sure you... Uh, follow us on Twitter at MB underscore scorekeeper. Uh, we post all our episodes there. Posted them to Spotify. Make sure to check us out there. Click the uh, the uh, the bell button, I guess, the alert button. And it notifies you whenever we drop our new episodes. But, uh, yeah, just keep listening uh, to us. We appreciate it. Uh, no doubt there. Uh, Absolutely. Every, every view counts. You're all very important to us. Yeah. I saw something jackass, but you really are. <laughs> we appreciate you guys listening to the fucking nonsense, because, I mean, we can go from talking about FBI rankings to a skee-ball. Like, yeah. Put on the old little five-minute uh, five little rant, five minute rant about Hell fucking yeah. skee-ball. That's what I'm talking about. That's what makes the show, man. We're fucking my brother's random. <laughs> yeah, that's what it should be, bro. Uh, but, yeah, with that, uh, we're fucking out. <laughs>